Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's do this. Another day, another dollar, another edition of The Drive. You're listening to The Drive on 6th and Sports Radio, 6th and and the Odyssey app. My name is Carrington Harrison. Excited to be here with you today on this championship Wednesday as the Royals celebrate their second consecutive Super Bowl in downtown Kansas City. We are about to head to Channel 9 KMBC. Right now on the screen, it says emergency situation at rally breaking news. I do not know what's going on. I do not have the audio on for very obvious reasons. The moment that I have the audio available to me, when Rob says that we have it, we will just go live to the audio. Instead of me trying to tell you what's going on in the downtown Kansas City and at Union Station. I will just do my best to play the audio for you and try to give you an understanding of what's going on in downtown Kansas City. But currently right now on Channel 9, it says emergency situation at rally, breaking news. This audio is courtesy of Channel 9. Rob, the moment we have it, please give me the thumbs up. We will go live to downtown Kansas City so we can play the audio of what is going on in around Union Station. I'm watching the screen right now. I see people running. I see a lot happening right now, but I don't have the audio, so I can't really tell you what's going on because I don't know what's going on right now in downtown Kansas City. We will take your phone calls at some point today, 913-586-7610. I did want to have a normal traditional lead, but I do think it's important to play the audio of what's going on and see if we can get this breaking news to you guys from Channel 9 of KMPC. An emergency situation is happening down at the rally. Rob, go help him get him set up, and we'll try to play it for you guys. Something is happening. I don't know what it is, but something is currently happening at the stadium. I'm trying my best to get you guys the audio so we can play it for you of what is happening. So far, it has been a magical day. I hope that continues to be the case down at Union Station. But right now, it is very, very unclear what is potentially going on down at the rally. So the moment that we have it, we will play it for you. You're listening to The Drive on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com. And the Odyssey app, there is a lot of police presence, as you would imagine. There is a lot of police presence. There was already a lot of police presence. Let's go live right now to Union Station. This audio is courtesy of KMBC. We know there are a lot of people that have loved ones, friends, neighbors who have come down here. We're trying to get to the bottom of of how this started and what is continuing. Like we said, we've got a lot of police officers who are in multiple areas of the front of Union Station. 
the first incident that our security detail and our photographer heard, the first shot fired, was to the a little bit to the west and the front of Union Station. That's That was the first incident that alerted everyone and had uh, multiple fans running. And Laura, and, I, just to kind of, I, I'm seeing some law enforcement coming outside the front of Union Station. Uh, you can see them, armed uh, officers, who are coming out. They're, they're calmer. Yep, yeah, they're, they're not running to a scene right now. They are seem to be kind of coming out of Union Station. Um, but you still see... And then even to the, the west, I just see a couple of officers uh, coming outside Union Station over there by the parking garage. Um, I think there's still some fans, uh, some people who are here attending the rally who are maybe getting word what's happening. And they're not panicked, but making um, kind of like a little bit more haste to get out of the area. Well, the audio that you are listening to is courtesy of Channel 9, KNBC. There's an emergency situation at the rally. It sounds like there were confirmed shots down at Union Station. We are playing the audio right now from Channel 9, KNBC. Fire at Union Station, a dangerous situation. We've seen people run inside Union Station for cover. And right now, News Chopper 9 giving us a view of what's taking place. Again, some officers are running. And so this is just a scene right now, but we have confirmed shots have been fired around Union Station. That's from Kansas City Police. Okay. Yeah, we, bring, we see we some. Heard, uh, yeah. yeah, we see some police officers. They're kind of clearing out the way, as you said. They're probably trying to get people out of the area, but some of those police officers are clearing the people who are on top of the fountain that we talked about earlier. So and and kind of pushing them, not pushing, but at least trying to uh, get them to get, to clear the area. Uh, and, and there are a lot of people, you know, up on the hill that I think are, are probably wondering what has, you know, what is happening. Uh, they know something has happened. Now police uh, are putting up crime scene tape uh, to the west lawn of in front of Union Station. Do you see that, Len? I do see it, yep. <clears throat> and I have a feeling that must be where the first incident may have happened. Um, but, you know, remarkably, and I think police have done a, a good job as well of just trying to get people to just move, move out of the area uh, so they can try and figure out what's happening. But we do know the police officers that we're seeing in the area seem to be a, a, not as urgent as they were. Exactly correct. I, I, I agree with you on that. I even see more of them are gathering to the east side, the front of Union Station to the east in that area. Uh, where they just seem to be uh, more calm and uh, just trying to make sure that people are clearing the area. Just to kind of give you an idea, you guys they are look seeing the around a person. There are still thousands That's what it looks like on the television screen. Are you seeing that too, Rob? Pay the music down a little bit. Union it looks State. like they are huddled around a person right now. I, I'm watching the same news broadcast that you are. It's the helicopter shot, so it's far away. But there are a lot of people circled around, and they are bending down. It seems like they are attending to a person. Is that what you're seeing on the television screen as well? It definitely appeared a stretcher and some medical equipment is being brought out to a person in front. We now see a live video of an ambulance in front of Union Station. All right, let's go back down. So there is a there has been a shooting down at the rally at Union Station. This audio that you're listening to is courtesy from KMBC. 
We do not have a lot of other details about it. We're trying to get them in real time here, live from KMBC, people who are at location. Uh, it is going to be a large, large crime scene uh, in front of Union Station, and police will begin their investigation. We do have an ambulance that is sitting there. Has that ambulance been there for a bit? To the right? To, your, to, the, uh, to, left. The, uh, to the left. No, I believe that was uh, that just arrived. That just arrived. Yeah. That ambulance just Rob, arrived. Rob, just come on here. Just what you can say. Go ahead. Or to the west. I'm sorry. For our friends over at 98.1, Sam Stevie has tweeted out, confirmed reports of a shooting near Union Station following the Chiefs' victory rally. He was talking with a colleague who was on the scene at the media risers, said multiple shots went off. Then moments later, he says there were shots fired inside of Union Station. That's from our friend Sam Stevie at KMBZ. Over on 98.1, the audio you're hearing right now is from KMBC 9 News Television. Let's fade the television back up, please. Let us know what you're yeah. seeing. Yeah, it, you know, if we have a moment, just for, for the benefit of viewers who might be tuning in, who, who are hearing the news, and again, we're trying to piece this all together on live television, so bear with us here because we're, we're all finding out about this, as you are, by what we're seeing right now in these live pictures. Laura and Len, we're talking about, if I, if I understood you accurately, one, perhaps two shootings, mm -hmm. separate shootings we're talking about here to roughly the west of Union Station as the rally was ending. Am I, do I have that right? We know that one person has been taken away by ambulance. Uh, Katie Horner saw that person being taken away. We know a second person is being tended to. Whether that's from a gunshot wound, we don't know. We do not have that confirmed. But we, we heard two, our security detail and our photographer heard one set of gunshots. Len and I, and maybe uh, you could hear it also on air, another set. All right, so an update from Kansas City Police. Officers are working to clear Union Station itself, um, and the people that are inside that ran for cover, uh, they're working to release everyone inside that building once uh, all of this is uh, over. And uh, police did say that they're still trying to determine the number of shooting victims. Um, and so right now what we think we're looking at from News Chopper 9 is someone on a stretcher here. Yep. yep. Um, that is certainly somebody on a stretcher right now. Person. I think you're seeing what we're That's 100% somebody on a stretcher. That's getting put into an ambulance right now. Aside from trying to get control of whatever chaotic situation police officers were dealing with, they're worried about the security of these thousands of people who were gathered in front of Union Station. They're worried about the security of people inside Union Station, obviously chiefs, players, coaches, staff, etc. But, um, my goodness, what... Well, and they, and, and, and I they don't are think releasing that they've everyone. The players to leave Union Station. Right, right, yeah, right. There's a right to the uh, to the east, east. There's a bunch of buses, not the double decker buses, but they have yeah. a bunch of other buses here that usually uh, take the players back to uh, uh, wherever, back to the stadium or wherever they uh, began the day. So those buses, there's I, I see three. Uh, may, I see more. more yeah, that. there's more than them. Once. Several buses over there. So those are the buses that usually kind of clear all the players and the coaches, everyone, and, and take them out of here. They, those buses are still here. Um, so not confirmed, but there's a chance that all the players and, and everyone is still inside uh, keeping safe until uh, this scene is, is cleared. Uh, we do see officers right in front of us now right in front of where we are, that they are now telling fans to leave the area. 
um, and, and they're just kind of trying to get them out of here. So they're being a little bit more um, urgent to make sure that they, they, they get out of here, yeah, evacuate the area. So they are doing their best to kind of clear the area, but there's still kind of a scene where police officers are still around. Uh, we just saw them load, as you saw on, on Deuce Chopper 9, load someone else into the ambulance. Of course, we have no word of... Uh, of arrest, we have no word if it's uh, unless you guys have gotten word back there. But if not this yet, is still no. active, uh, not, and, yeah. and, okay. and and also a situation where, obviously, in the moments that followed the first reported shooting that you became aware of, you were seeing police officers just to the west of Union Station, um, running, and and I would assume. They had weapons drawn and were probably telling people to get down, correct? Well, they weren't, you know, they were running so fast, Chris and Bria, they weren't telling really anyone to do anything. They were basically just running as fast as they could through the crowd. Um, and, you know, it, the, the rally literally had just ended. I mean, the team, I think they might have even still have been on the stage at that point and were just about ready to exit the stage. Um, so, I mean... People literally had just like turned around and were just at the very beginning uh, thinking about leaving the area. Right. When, and so it, it, it happened, you know, when everybody was still in place. I mean, the hundreds of thousands of people that were. Oh, sorry, Bree, go ahead. From Chopper 9, we're seeing someone else on the stretcher right now. So we just okay. wanted to give you that so report. So a third person now. Okay, yeah. and where can you tell exactly where the, I'm? This, I'm not. The shot is a little too tight for us to, to see, see just yeah. where exactly okay. they are. But obviously, this is a situation where we are dealing with multiple yeah. um, victims. And yeah. Yeah. whether. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, we see, this still, we, we this, do see several ambulances yeah. at the scene. This still here. looks. I, yeah. I think this is still. To to the west of Union Station, if, if I have that right? Yes. Right, okay. And okay. that's just yep. one. I, I, mean, see, I see what you're seeing. Yeah, okay. I, I, I see the stretcher now, and it, it, it is uh, to the west of Union Station, and they're, they're bringing that person uh, straight up uh, straight up the street. Right, right. Uh, well, police are releasing yeah, people. It, the people that were inside Union Station, um, police are releasing them right now, so... And I see that. I see there's some people over. Oh, you know, and I'm looking over at the yeah. buses, and it looks like there's a little bit more activity over there, uh, where there are people kind of either whether there are people who are taking cover in Union Station. It's happening on the east side, if that's what you're seeing, where people are coming out of Union Station, and it looks like there's a, some more activity outside uh, near the buses. Not sure if people are getting on the buses. Um, but there is some activity here, and we have police officers by us who are still trying to kind of uh, get people to kind of leave the area. Um, there's some people who are uh, who aren't listening, so the police are having a little bit of difficulty with them. But for the most part, we are it currently is very playing KMBC and, um, and Channel Nine News here in Kansas City. The, the screen reads: Shooting see, at Union Station after the rally. We are trying to corroborate another, some facts and information uh, that, that we were given. Scene, right now, everything uh, that I have is coming. To 
directly from Channel 9 and the audio that you are hearing. There is a confirmed shooting that happened down at Union Station today following the Chiefs Championship Parade. We don't have a whole lot of other details. The moment that we have them, I will certainly pass them to you. They are carrying another person off on a stretcher. So this is the second person that I have seen that has been on a stretcher. I have seen one other person, and now I just saw another person that was on the stretcher leaving Union Station. So at least, I guess, I, I can confirm based on my own eyes, two people possibly injured in this shooting. We will continue to play this audio from you guys. A shooting happened today following the championship parade at Union Station. Here is Channel 9 KNBC. Municipalities. Yeah, police, Kansas City, Missouri police are also, again, we're, as we try to piece this thing together on live television, shots were fired. This is from a Kansas City, Missouri police uh, post on social media on X. Shots were fired west of Union Station near the garage. Multiple people were struck. Two armed people are in custody right now as this investigation obviously is in its... Um, earliest of stages so shots were fired west of union station near the garage multiple people hit two armed people are in police custody right now and they're asking people nearby okay. to leave that area quickly and safely as possible to facilitate treatment of the shooting victims they're asking people to avoid union stations parking garage area to allow first responders time um, and again this has been going on now for the past 30 minutes let's go to KNBC 9's Kelly Eckerman and Dennis Evans who were in Washington Park for the parade but they have now moved to the west I presume in front of Union Station or quite near it. Guys, take it away. Right now, we're listening to Channel 9 KNBC, a live look. We're still in the same location that we were at before, and as we stood here, we saw the crowd starting to leave, and as the crowd started to leave, there was a buzz that started coming through the crowd, and as we heard that buzz coming through the crowd, Kelly, we noticed more and more people starting to pick up pace, and I have Rachel Zoom down here. You can see the fence that got knocked down. People were coming through, and as they came through, this panic just took over, and you could tell people realized something must be going on. Right, and very shortly after that, we heard all the sirens. We saw the police presence, the police rushing to the scene as well. There is also a very large police presence at 22nd and Grand. We are, uh, obviously, the, the shooting was reported near the, uh, Union Station, but a few blocks up from where we are, there is also a very large police presence at this point. They are not giving as many details. We did talk to security, and again, they are basically confirming, too, that there were reports of shots fired, and um, and we've talked to some people who, here who say they heard the shots. And it was, such a, it was such a drastic change in the mood and the environment here, because you saw people walking out casually, smiling and high-fiving and celebrating, and then suddenly, everyone took off running, and as the people started to take off running out of that area, the police started to run into that area. And we actually have some people who were here and say that they actually heard the gunshots. We'll see if we can talk to them right now and find out what we saw. Now, you guys were inside when this took place. What did, what did you hear? So we heard gunshots, but we thought they were fireworks. So half of us didn't really respond um, to it. But after, we did realize that a shooting took place, which was quite shocking. When did you realize that it, that it actually was a shooting? 
Once we saw the helicopters and the police sirens and then people started to run, we figured something happened. Okay, now, were you able to get somewhere safely, and how, how did you get out of that area? Oh, my God, it was so packed in there, so difficult to get out, but we just took our time, walked slowly, and, and we made it to here, and we saw you guys. Yeah. You guys, clearly this is something that's shocking and disappointing to fans who came down here to have a good time at the rally. Talk about your re response to something to like this. I want to read you guys a tweet from the Kansas City Police official Twitter account. Shots have been fired around Union Station. Please leave the area. Officers are working to clear Union Station itself. We will release everyone inside the building once that is complete. We're still trying to determine the number of shooting victims. We are releasing everyone from inside Union Station. Shots were fired west of Union Station near the garage and multiple people were struck. We took two armed people into custody for investigation. Anyone nearby needs to leave the area as quickly and safely as possible to facilitate treatment of the shooting victims. Please avoid the Union Station parking garage area to allow first responders to uh, reply. So we are listening live on KMBC Channel 9. And according to the Kansas City Police, several people were struck. They have two people in custody. There was a shooting in downtown Kansas City at Union Station following the Chiefs Championship Parade. Let's go back to Channel 9. Out of my mind, I saw a young lady who stopped, and she just was bent over completely out of breath, very distraught. I saw another couple that had been separated, and when they saw each other, they just hugged and cried. And, I mean, it, it was emotional. Well, and we heard, uh, you know, uh, someone say about the fireworks, and I wondered that, too, with the with the loud crowd noise, what people thought, you know, and if and several people, we many people ran up to us as they were fleeing, um, asking us what had happened, and we were hearing the same thing from security you know reports of shots fired nothing confirmed um but i think a lot of folks fled just because they didn't know what had happened and people now we see still see people starting to stream out of this area without the same urgency that they had before when the shots were heard but there's still just a sense of shock and disbelief that that a celebration a super bowl celebration for a back-to-back -back championship could lead to gun violence and to know that the players are inside and so many people bring their families down here. We sat in this area today and saw so many young children, so many families who came down here to celebrate this Chiefs championship so to think that they were inside. I mean, that's just something that I think is going to stick with people for and quite some time. we have to say there has been a huge police presence here. We've been surrounded by security and police the entire time we were here, but you have to think about what size crowd that was it's gathered in front of Union Station where we're hearing that this took place. All right. We're going to send it back over to Lynn and Laura. All right, Dennis and, and, and Kelly, yeah, uh, uh, totally, you know, different perspective from where you guys are. We did see yet another stretcher. Uh, they were running toward um, actually near the stage area, uh, paramedics, just, just a couple minutes ago. So we don't know. Um, we don't know exactly the situation there where they're out of view at this point, but right. it just seems like they're still finding people who are hurt. Still a very strong police presence uh, here in the area. Uh, we do still see armed uh, officers yeah. in the area. Um, most of the people have been cleared in front of Union Station. There are still people who are meandering around who are kind of making their way. Uh, out and of course police are showing people the way to uh, uh, to leave here but it's just you know it's it's still there's still seems there's still a scene here that's happening and, yeah. and of course as we try to get more 
answers uh, answers in this area. All right, let's go to Katie Horner. Katie. Hey, Laura, again, I'm standing on the platform here up on the Liberty Memorial. About five minutes ago, they did make an announcement over the loudspeaker from Union Station. We could hear it here, asking everybody to please orderly evacuate immediately. Just get on out for their own safety. As we look back on the field here, which was full of people almost to the American flag from Union Station, I would say about 100 people are left. The dichotomy between the sirens and children still throwing footballs back and forth, uh, obviously not hearing the need to evacuate quite yet from, from their parents. But hopefully these people will continue to leave. We have not seen any sense of panic from here. Unfortunately, we did see the crowds rushing first away from Union Station. Then there was another rush towards Union Station. From our vantage point, now I cannot confirm it, but it looks like the Chiefs players are now exiting Union Station and loading onto the buses. Um, that has just been kind of what people are saying is happening up here. I cannot confirm that, but you can see a line of people have come out on the west side of Union Station getting onto the buses. As I continue looking to the east on that bridge, you can see that police presence that Kelly was talking about. They haven't moved. I Again, still looking for signs of what their purpose is, if not to help escort the buses away and to provide security at that location. But that's what it looks like from here on top of the Liberty Memorial as I look down at Union Station at what is now becoming a much calmer scene. We could not see the crime scene. It appears it was on the north side of the Pershing Loft building, which blocks our view from it. But we could see on the west side of the building, the road was blocked off. And on the right side, the police presence. Pardon me while I look around again, because we're hearing more sirens, more ambulances moving towards the scene. Police helicopter continues to fly right above us, but no evidence that something new has happened. That's just what I can tell you from my vantage point here. Laura, back to you. All right, Katie, thank you. And, and yes, what we're seeing, and, and Len, I, I think you'll agree that the Chiefs players are being allowed to get on the buses now that have been parked on the east side of Union Station. Uh, it looks like a, a number of them are getting out of leaving. Yeah. It looks like they're starting to kind of make their way to the buses. And what Katie was talking about to my left, which is the west side uh, in front of per the Pershing, uh, on Pershing, there's still, that road is shut down. There are ambulances. There are several, several uh, police cars down Pershing. Uh, there's more ambulances. Another ambulance making its way into the area right now. Uh, as one is leaving. So I know that Katie was saying that she couldn't see in that area just to describe that what's happening down there. But it looks like there's a lot happening in that area, whether it's ambulances coming out and other ambulances leaving, as well as several police officers are still trying to direct the traffic down there. Close to I-35, um, you can see still fans are probably trying to find ways to get to their car, but it seems like that whole area seems to be close to, to shut down. And maybe if you guys had a shot uh, um, 
um, from News Chopper 9 over that area, it looks like there's still a lot of activity happening here. But again, uh, as Laura mentioned, there's still a presence that's happening here. Most of the fans in front of Union Station have kind of cleared the area. Um, and, and as you, I mean, I'm looking up on the stage right now, and there are people who are sweeping confetti, which kind of just, uh, uh, which, you know, I, I, the assumption would be that there just seems to be a little bit more. You know, low key, like the like the situations uh, under under control. Yeah, and and paramedics continue to head down toward the the garage on the west side. A, another stretcher on the west side of Union Station near the parking garage. So I don't know whether they're continuing to find more people who are hurt. Who, who may or may not have been hit by gunfire. We are hearing that multiple people uh, were hit by gunfire. Uh, but, you know, they're still mobilizing. Ambulances and stretchers are, are still going in different places. Well, Bria, Chris? Yeah, Laura, we're hearing also, too, um, from some trusted sources of mine that um, St. Luke's on the Plaza has been... Um, is under a mass casualty um, incident alert right now, preparing for for more victims. Um, obviously, it's an emergency operation plan that they they practice often and um, are now putting into a place uh, in anticipation of more victims from this scene here to the west of Union Station. Obviously, multiple victims. Um, their conditions, we don't know. But um, this is a situation that is still unfolding in front of all of us on live television as the, the celebration and rally of the Chiefs' back-to-back -back Super Bowl win was coming to a close on stage on the south side of Union Station when people, including uh, members of our team there outside Union Station, heard gunfire. And apparently um, a, a second round of shots some moments later and, uh, and here we are trying to figure out just how many people were hit, um, how badly they may have been hurt. We know for a fact that Kansas City, Chris, Missouri police... Stretcher yeah, go ahead, Lar. Another stretcher has headed into Union Station. So we, we've, we've seen multiple stretchers yeah. head... A couple go into Union Station, one go around to, to on the east side to Union Station, and we still have uh, one, two, three, four... I don't know, six, eight ambulances that are still on the scene. So obviously people are still waiting to be tr to transferred to a hospital. And and for those of you that's just I joining us, even still police are investigating a reported shooting. We know Let's update you on what is happening. Currently, the Kansas City Police Department is saying that several people were struck in downtown Kansas City outside Union Station. They have two people in custody. We're still working to get confirmation on details of the events that happened today down at Union Station. We do have an eyewitness account. This is from Sam McDowell, who has done fantastic work with the Kansas City Star. The audio you were going to hear is from a man. His name is John O'Connor. Here's the audio. A ton of gunshots apparently going off, and a lot of people scattered in confusion. Um, I got ran into the garage with everybody else, and um, in the garage it sounded like they were securing Union Station because there was maybe some return fire from someone else is what I heard, but I don't know if the police even knew at that point. It was a lot of confusion. Um, they, I thought it was fireworks. It sounded like a ton of very rapid succession, very quick shots, so I'd, I'd say 15 to 20 in a very short amount of time. That's why I thought it was fire. I didn't really take off the start. A lot of people did, and then it kind of just seemed like you know someone was hurt and people were running more and more. I think it stopped at that point, but um, it 
sounds like maybe there was someone else ran into Union Station or someone else shooting from any Union Station. So that audio you just heard is from John O'Connor. He lives in Kansas City. He talked to Sam McDowell of the Kansas City Star. If you are just tuning in, there was an incident at Union Station today. The Kansas City Police Department has confirmed that several people were struck. They currently have two people that are in custody. We will continue to keep you updated on this breaking news story of what happened today down at Union Station after the Kansas City Chiefs celebration parade. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with the with, with the breaking news today from downtown Kansas City. Come right back. It's The Drive. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison, brought to you by Deep Esqually Moore. Car, truck, or motorcycle wreck? Remember, Mike's got this. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to The Drive on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and the Odyssey app. Let's go live to Channel 9 News. Several people have been struck. Two people are in custody at Union Station. On two, uh, one fire engine. So there are, uh, there's a huge presence, and that's where Laura was talking about some of the officers kind of making their way in that direction. Um, so we're kind of still keeping a close eye on what's happening because you just see some of the activity sporadically happening from one right. end of Union Station, then all of a sudden on the other end of Union Station. And this and, is uh, all so on this the is, west um, side, yeah. Yeah, so it's all on the west side where we just saw moments ago where they had someone in custody uh, and uh, in handcuffs and, and taking them uh, over to a police vehicle or, or a law enforcement vehicle. And so, we've got yet another stretcher headed toward Union Station. So had, so let's let's go to Kelly. Kelly, you have someone who, who witnessed what happened. Safe home. All right, again, um, they were there. They didn't see exactly what happened, but they definitely saw the ripple effect and the fear on everyone's faces. Back to you. Yeah, and that was one of the things that Kelly and Dennis were talking about, all the waves of people heading in their direction. And I think that was the the, the worst part of it, or not the worst, but the, it was difficult because you have hundreds of thousands of fans in here, and you saw people who knew what was happening, but they couldn't go anywhere because they were elbow to elbow right. in this crowd trying to flee this area where you had a lot of people who were just unaware of what was going on. So you just have people just kind of coming in together and just not knowing where to go because i know that chris was asking earlier if people were kind of taking cover but there just wasn't anywhere no, no. to go to take cover and as a frightening experience for those uh who were in that crowd who kind of heard the gunshots and knew maybe something was happening even for us up here where we weren't we didn't hear it but our photojournalists right. as a security detail heard the gunshots at first and then when we heard the second gunfire we knew you know that, that yep. that's something it was a, a, a frightening experience another ambulance is now pulling in um into this area a fire and rescue it's it's one of those yeah. situations that is so surreal you guys because it it, it takes up all of union station <clears throat> the entire front front part of Union Station. And like Glenn said, you know, the the team was still on the stage. It had just wrapped up. And you had this cluster of people that obviously knew what happened. And then all of a sudden you had these police officers running through the crowd. But then you had, you know, a majority of the crowd just basically still enjoying this grand celebration that we all took part of with in as a city. And then all of a sudden, 
it, it, it just it, it was it was just sort of a, a, a calm chaos um, and you know police officers then calmly tried to get people out of here and then the second set of gunshots went off and it, it just it just it was just a, a a surreal situation is the only way I can explain it because yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people that probably got all the way home and still didn't know uh, exactly what had taken place just when the rally had finished. So just to kind of give you an idea what we're monitoring here, the team buses are still here. We thought we saw, we could see from here uh, that they're kind of putting people on the buses. We've seen like one or two buses pull away, but they're still here. We're not clear. It's not clear if the team is still here or not, but people were taking cover inside Union Station as well. Uh, we do understand that police officers have kind of released them outside Union Station. There's a perimeter of the police officers and police tape that's surrounding all of Union Station to the south side here, all around the fountain, all around the stage. And so there's a, definitely a heavy, heavy police presence here outside in front of Union Station. To the east, there are a couple of, um, there's plenty of uh, police officers who are there, a couple of ambulances on the east side, and then to the west side is where a lot of the activity is happening, uh, where they have taken, uh, we saw at least take one person into custody, and then also we have several uh, ambulances, and um, uh, it looks like Pershing is shut down, it looks like there's still activity that's kind of close to I-35, with the police presence out there and fans, as I can see from my eye, still trying trying to get away or get out of the area uh, and make it in that direction. We're going to send things back to Chris and Bria. All right. Uh, Len and Lara, obviously we'll be getting back to you here momentarily. Um, and just to, if you're just joining us, um, just to bring you up to date on what we are seeing and, and what we are trying to understand here, um, and I'll just give you what Kansas City, Missouri police have, have given us so far so that it's official and we're all on the same page. Shots were fired just to the west of Union Station near the garage and multiple people were hit. The Associated Press is reporting eight to ten people were hit. At least two armed people are in police custody, possibly a third person. And what you're looking at right now is video... Uh, cell phone video from um, a woman by the name of Alyssa Marsh Contreras. Her father, Paul, reportedly tackled one of the alleged shooters before police got to him, and then a weapon fell from, uh, from that person. Now, the family was in town for the rally from Omaha, and so what you're seeing is video that we just got into the KNBC 9 newsroom. Again, apparently a man... Uh, from Omaha who tackled one of the shooters and judging by where this video is this looks to be Len, or, uh, Len and Laura just to the west of you um, on the west side of Union Station moments after those shots broke out um, let's go let to me read a tweet to you guys from Deal Wall she is of KSHB 41 News Breaking, Kansas City police confirmed 10 shooting victims today, multiple children being treated at Children's Mercy Hospital. That information comes courtesy of Dia Wall with KSHB 41 News. If you guys missed it, there was a shooting today down breaking news. This is on the screen currently on Channel 9. The KCPD, several people have struck, two people in custody from Dia Wall of 41 News. Kansas City police confirmed 10 shooting victims today, multiple children being treated at Children's Mercy Hospital. Let's go live to Cameron Smith. He works with us here at Odyssey. Sorry, he was down at Union Station. Cam, what can you tell us about what you saw today? 
Hey, uh, yeah, we were down there, uh, Kramer and I, at the media riser. Uh, as soon as the show ended, there was a few pops that happened over to the west side of the station. Uh, a huge crowd left, was running. Uh, the police force rushed in, and then I want to say like five, ten minutes later, there's reports of stuff happening inside the station. Hundreds of people rushing out of the Union Station. And then there was another reported pop that happened on the east side of Union Station. Um, yeah, so far, just lots of ambulances. They've completely cleared the scene out of all media. Um, yeah, it's a, a bad way to end the, end the parade. Absolutely. That is Cameron Smith, who works with us at Odyssey. Cam, be safe, my man. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. Absolutely. That's Cameron Smith joining us on the show today. We are covering this live news. So we have to take a little bit of a break. We will come right back. We will continue to cover this story for the remainder of the day. Kansas City police are confirming that several people were struck today. Two people are currently in custody at Union Station. We are carrying it live The audio that we are getting is coming to you live from Channel 9 and KMBC News. Keep it right here at 610 Sports Radio. Let me update you on what is happening. There was a shooting downtown at Union Station. This is from Dia Wall of 41 News. Breaking, Kansas City police confirmed 10 shooting victims today. People are being sent to Children's Mercy Hospital. They are treating multiple patients We have a couple of people online right now that are on the scene. We want to get you their story. Let's go to Thomas Powell. He is inside the parking garage currently at Union Station. Thomas, first off, man, hopefully you're safe. We appreciate you calling in today. What are you seeing? Uh, Thank you, CDOT. I I really appreciate that. We are safe. Um, We're just contained in the parking garage as it sits right now. Uh, I guess probably zero cars got out. Uh, after the incident, uh, you know, occurred, people started moving away from the exit. Uh, you know, some people did started to run towards the parking garage once they realized, like, what was happening on the ground and around them, and it became more real. But uh, I think, you know, everyone was picked up. It, it I, sounds like 10 people were, I, I, you know, we only saw the two laying on the ground there. When, when people started to really move, and we we got the hell out of there. Um, and that's, that's where we're at now. So hopefully we can get everyone to the hospital that was affected by the awful, awful thing. Have they given you any indication of when you're going to leave the parking garage? Uh, no. Uh, no. Uh, I haven't seen any officers walk up and down outside of maybe one uh just a bunch of we're we're all at this point our engines are shut off you know in line queued ready to leave but but that's it no indication of what's happening that is thomas powell joining us he is currently at union station he is still inside a garage thomas man be safe man we appreciate you taking the time to call us today man much love to you that absolutely that's thomas powell joining us on the show today. Real quick today, before we go to uh, Kramer Carrington, a couple quick updates. Matt Fleener over at KNBC tweeted out that there are ambulances at University Health Truman Medical Center, and there are five people being treated there. So there are five people at that hospital after being fired upon at Union Station. We also have Dia Wall's tweet from earlier that there are children being treated at Children's Mercy. So we have at least two people in the media that are confirming people are being taken to University Health Truman Medical Center and Children's Mercy. 
Spec, you have some audio you want to play? Spec, I don't know if you're going over the air. My apologies. Gabe Wallace, uh, this is from Sam McDowell's account. Gabe Wallace is a sophomore at Shawnee Mission East High School. Uh, I want to have him tell his story. Like the security guard was like, get over the damn fence right now. There's a shooter. We hop over. I, I hit my face on accident. But then, so I headed in there. I had no idea where he was. I I headed in there. There's like an FBI agent named Megan. She's like, all right, are you okay? Just like find your friends and everything. But then, so I just headed all the way over here. But it was like second shots in Union Station. And she's like, get out of there right now. So we had no idea. But it's just... You heard shots inside Union Station too. That that's where I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I heard shots in Union Station. They might have been a little bit outside. I'm not sure though. What did you initially hear? Was it one, two? What did you initially hear? I'm I'm pretty sure when I stand outside, I heard just like boom, boom, like real quick. And then the security, I was like, get over the barricade, get in Union State, or just like get over here right now. Just come on, come on, let's go. And then so we went in the, like we went in Union Station. Like we. I, I got no idea if my friends are okay. Like, it's just, it's terrible. Like, that audio was courtesy of Sam McDowell. That was an eyewitness from down at Union Station. We have an update regarding the team and personnel. That's correct. Rick Burkhalter, who is the head trainer, VP of Sportsman and Performance for the Kansas City Chiefs, tweeted out two minutes ago, my wife and I, along with Coach Reed and his family, are safe and on the bus headed back to Arrowhead. Thank you to the KC police and others. So it appears at least Coach Reed and the team are headed back to Arrowhead on the buses as we speak. Something, I just got text something very similar, that they are on shuttle buses and they are, they are being escorted back to the stadium so still waiting on more information but doing our best to try to get you all the information as it comes in let's head to the phone lines right now to be joined by kramer you guys know kramer he works with us here at 610 sports radio kramer man what are, what's happening what did you see what's the latest so uh right around the time where the like everything the ceremonies and whatnot was coming to a close i heard about seven pops to my left probably about 25 yards away from uh, where the media area was and all I see is people dispersing and then clearing things out. People decided to, all right, well, we'll get back together. Like, everybody got back in formation and whatnot to celebrate. And then all I see is officers going down, like, the Union Station to, like, the uh, the parking garages area. And, all right, all right so I want, don't, don't want to go that way. Then I see them all coming out of Union Station or going into the front doors of it as well. It's like it's either was a panic going on between there, but it seemed like they got it under control really quickly. But it just sucks with the people that – unfortunate they got hit Kramer when I heard that somebody potentially tackled the gunman I thought that person was you with all your wrestling background oh man I got the cojones for that dude I was I was just more concerned about the people that are around me because I mean I was at least under like some sort of protection where I was at but it's just like the others weren't so it's just like it was a it was just a weird thing to experience especially at a day that you're supposed to celebrate and then something like this goes and just tarnishes it that sucks are you still at Union Station? Where are you currently at in the city? No, I'm in my vehicle heading north on Broadway right now. I'm trying to get on the highway to head to North Kansas City, so where, where I'm at. But I'm safe and sound. I wish I could say the rest of the others, though. Well, Kramer, man, I'm happy that you were safe. I'm happy that you're sound. Thanks for calling in today, man. I appreciate you. Hey, anytime. Keep it up, guys. Absolutely. That's Kramer joining us on the show today, currently on the screen from Channel 9. From the Kansas City Police Department, eight or nine people have been shot at Union Station. That is the latest. We have more information. Rob, with the updates. Yeah, Sam Stevie, our friend over at KMBZ 98.1, has an update. He said Christine 
Hamill, I believe I'm pronouncing that right, with HCA, has told Dana and Parks, her friends over at 98.1, that as far as she can confirm, there are at least 15 victims. That is 15 confirmed shot. It was reported there are several in critical condition. It is noted as a red emergency. He also tweets out the numbers of expected to rise of those who were injured. So news in the Dana and Parks, our friends are at 98.1, that 15 have been confirmed shot. It was reported that several are in critical condition. So, Speck, let's do this. Let's take a break. When we come back from the break, we'll go live back to Union Station. We'll go live from the audio from KMBC. There is a lot of information coming in at one time. Currently on the screen, what I can see from the Kansas City Police Department, eight or nine people have been shot at Union Station. We did get confirmation from Rick Burkholter, who is the team trainer, that it would appear that the team and the coaches are fine. People are being sent to various hospitals around the Kansas City metropolitan area. When we come back, we will go back live to Union Station and get you the latest from Channel 9 News. Come right back. It's the drive. Welcome back to The Drive on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com and the Odyssey app. We are going live to Union Station. This audio comes courtesy of KMBC Channel 9 News. Let's go live. The law enforcement officers running from one place to the next, which obviously anytime that happens gets, gets our attention and suddenly our radar is up again. There's a Jackson County Sheriff's deputy. With a gun. <sighs> oh, boy. Uh... We're not sure what uh, what is going on here. The uh, All right, we have some new numbers here. The Kansas City, Missouri Fire Department is telling ABC News 10 people were confirmed shot in this multiple uh, incident uh, in front of Union Station today. One person is dead. Three people right now are in critical condition. So 10 people confirmed shot. One person is dead. Three of those wounded are in critical condition. This, according to ABC News, their source being the Kansas City, Missouri Fire Department. Now, that's where the number stands right now. Uh, That's not to say this number won't change as law enforcement continues to develop information and, and get a clearer sense of just what it was that happened and how many people were hurt. But that's what we have right now. And again, we have a crew right now at Truman Medical Center, and uh, Matt Fleener, is is he available to talk? That, that shot's TMC right now, Truman Medical Center, University Health, as, uh, as, as they are treating some of the wounded from this scene at Union Station. And just uh, our, our crew is, uh, is safe. Um, Len Jennings, Laura Moritz, and our photographers and and production staff were obviously in the middle of their reporting when uh, all of this happened, and our crew heard those gunshots along with a um, security detail that uh, we um, uh, were using for today. And and as as Laura reported uh, in the early stages of this, that's kind of how we found out what happened was through that security detail. They, they had heard from police that, uh, in fact, shots had been fired as another ambulance is rolling into uh, Truman Medical Center University Health just blocks away from Union Station. And you saw the caution tape up there. And again, we understand five people are uh, being brought to Truman Medical Center. Um, we've also seen several EMS trucks going into uh, Children's Mercy Hospital emergency room. Um, 
what we can confirm uh, from Truman Medical Center that uh, two gunshot victims are being treated there. We have one in, in, in route and two additional victims have none gunshot injuries and so there there may also be um, uh, there may also be a increased police presence right now in the area of the IRS building which is just down the street on Pershing Road from Union Station as federal agents the FBI spec fade this down really quickly I want to read what I'm currently seeing on the screen so this is from KMBC this information comes directly from the Kansas City Fire Department 10 people as of now, have been confirmed to be have been shot. Three people are in critical condition. One person is deceased. So 10 people, at least now, according to the fire department, have confirmed been shot. Three people are currently in critical condition. And one person passed away today down at Union Station. Let's go live back to the news. But I wanted to tell you guys this because obviously you cannot see the television screen through the radio. So we are covering the breaking news down at Union Station of a shooting today following the Chiefs parade. In this spot, it is where we've seen a lot of people who are leaving the scene, who came down to spend time with families. And just a minute ago, we saw one group who had a reunion. There was a man who had been looking frantically for his kids. He said he was down by the stage when the gunshots went off, he heard gunshots and he immediately went into a panic mode because he could not find his children and his children were actually there with him at this moment when we saw the reunion and his children said that when they heard the loud banging, they weren't sure what it was and they spun around and they got separated from their father and the father said he went inside the building. He was actually inside of Union Station at one point with the police officers. They were trying to help him find his kids. They went to three to four different locations to try to help him get reunited with them and as I was walking down the sidewalk it was such an emotional reunion because clearly the children and their mother they were worried about him and he was worried about them and when they got together they just gave each other such a huge hug because there was so much emotion involved we've had so many people I know just being here I've had family members and friends you know asking me if I'm okay so I think there's so many people down here who just want to make sure that their loved ones are okay and so I think there are still several people who are still looking and trying to connect with family members we have not had any cell service pretty much the whole time that we've been down here it's been kind of touch and go and it's made it so difficult to try to be in touch with people so I think right now there's still a lot of people who are concerned and want their families to know that they are okay and the scene we were taking another look down there it's pretty much blocked off right now the police have everything shut down and it is under control people are starting to still leave but i think right now you just have a lot of families who want to make sure that their loved ones have made it through this okay concerned as to what happened down here during the midst of this celebration as we continue to look for answers people are just wanting to make sure that their families and loved ones who came down here today for a super bowl celebration are doing okay send it back to you chris yeah we're we um that is the scene right now. Live pictures from across the street from the Westin, just to the east of Union Station. And now this is the scene in front of Truman Medical Center, University Health. You see that uh, gentleman to the right in a Travis Kelsey number 87 Chiefs jersey and, and obviously distraught, uh, presumably uh, 
someone he knows, whether it's a family or a friend, is inside being treated. Once again, Kansas City, Missouri firefighters telling ABC News one person is dead after what happened. Uh, nine people are injured, so that's ten people hit, one dead. Five people are in serious condition right now. Three are in critical, and there is at least one non-life-threatening injury that is uh, being treated right now. Again, that's the number we have right now. That number is quite possibly likely to change. But that is the information that we have right now from official sources, and there's all kinds of, obviously, information flying through social media, and uh, we're trying to be as careful as we can uh, to bring you the best. Right now on the screen on Channel 9 from the Kansas City Fire Department, 10 people have been shot, three people are in critical condition, one person is deceased. There was a shooting earlier today at Union Station immediately following the championship parade from the Kansas City Chiefs, we are doing live look-ins to get you all of the information regarding what happened down at Union Station. Also monitoring Twitter and trying to get you the most accurate information that we have. Rob, you have something. I do. So KCTV5 a minute ago tweeted out one of their reporters being told to leave Crown Center. Then Bob Fesco of Fesco in the Morning tweeted out that his wife is inside the Westin and they were ordered to take shelter in their rooms. And then just moments ago, Glenn E. Rice, the Kansas City Star, tweeted out, Several Kansas City police officers have cornered an armed person inside the indoor garage between the Weston and Union Station. So according to the Kansas City Star, the police have cornered an armed person inside the garage between the Weston and Union Station. So let's go live back to Channel 9 and KMBC News for the latest of what is happening downtown. Parking garage. So that appears to be where they were running. I Then my... my vantage point is lost once again because of the Pershing loft building which is the kind of the southern border of this crime scene everything happened on the north side of that crime scene so we can't see it but we can tell that the road is still closed on the west side of the Pershing loft and the police have blocked off the road there in front of Union Station on the west side you can see excuse me on the east side you can see the large police presence that had been there is starting to move out. You're seeing some of the police vehicles move off. I have not seen one police vehicle move off of the overpass there, which is grand. Another thing that has changed is there's not the same helicopter presence that we had a few moments ago. It looks like the police helicopters have either needed to land to refuel or are no longer needed on this scene, but it has become much quieter here. I'm hearing ambulances off in the distance. As a matter of fact, I see an ambulance pulling towards the east side of Union Station with lights on right now in transit. Not sure what's happening there. It's a little bit out of my viewpoint, but I don't see anybody running right now. Everything appears calm. It sounds much calmer now at this moment than it did just, just five minutes ago, though I do still hear police sirens off in the distance. That's what it looks like from here at the Liberty Museum and Memorial. Chris. All right, Katie, thanks. Um, before we go to KMB tonight, Kelly Eckman wanted to, to report this real quick. And um, because we're getting questions into our newsroom from people who are wondering about the Chiefs players and staff, Andrew Stocky, who is uh, from our Hearst sister station, WTAE in Pittsburgh, just posted on uh, X. Um, he spoke with family members uh, for Chiefs wide receiver Justin Watson, and he tells his family players and players' families who are inside Union Station are safe. So everybody apparently with the Chiefs um, uh, group 
uh, are okay. So uh, that is certainly good news. Good now, news to hear. And, and before we, we move on to Kelly, we just want to mention that three victims are now in critical condition, five are in serious condition, and one has done life-threatening injuries. So that's an update from Kansas City Police that they just tweeted out. Let's go to Kelly Eckerman right now, who I think is still, uh, what, across the street from the Westin? Yes, we're at Pershing and Grand, and we were talking about they're definitely clearing out the area at this point, but there's still confusion, a lot of folks uh, wondering what to do. I just ran into a Jennifer, and she was actually right in front of the stage when all this went down. What exactly happened? Um, all of a sudden, we see people running, and we hear gunshots, and we take off running, look over, and there's a guy next to us on the ground. And then they told us we have to come up here and our car is at Union Station. So we're up here wandering around with, we can't go, everything's on lockdown. You can't go inside a building, so you're just walking around out here. And they had somebody else get shot up here where they told us to walk to. So it's, and then we've got two people that came with us. I was gonna say at this point, you haven't been able to reunite no. with. And so we're just out here wandering around on foot because the place we have to go to report a missing is not walkable distance. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. I'm just, I'm just looking. <laughs> so at here, this point, you're kind of like a target out here in the middle of. Yeah. Well, you know. we're surrounded by police and security, so I, I think know. I think that we're okay <laughs> right now. But yeah, no. but I understand the frustration and the concern right now yeah. because you're still There's missing. Mother, and then I have I have another mother's two kids with me. She's freaking out, you know. So I'm trying to keep my son safe and try to find them too at the same time. And nobody knows. We're walking back and forth, not knowing where to go. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can get you some help here, um, but I'm glad that you're yeah. safe at this point, and good luck uh, linking up with, with the rest of your I loved ones. It. Again, they are clearing out the area. They are sending folks who have who need to be reunited with loved ones to a specific location, um, but again, her, their car is at Union Station, and that has been, they, they aren't letting anyone in there right now, so there's still a lot going on here and still a lot for people to deal with here because that is now a crime scene, um, but we continue to talk to folks who obviously no one expected this, um, and there's still a lot of fear um, from what they just went through. Back to you. All right, Kelly, thanks. Um, we are awaiting a uh, statement from Mayor Lucas and Police Chief Stacey Graves in front of um, Kansas City, Missouri Police Headquarters. That is scheduled for 3.30 is this Lara afternoon. Ready? Yeah, uh, Lara Martz, are you uh, on the phone with us? Let's, let's go to Lara. Um, um, I'm on the phone, Chris and Bria. Uh, what happened was we were in our location that we were bringing you rally coverage and parade coverage, and um, that turned, became part of the crime scene. And right as we were ready to leave, uh, they made us stay in place again because a suspect was located, another suspect evidently, was located inside the garage at Union Station. So we waited there for a while, um, and then they let us come to where we are now at Pershing and Kessler, and we're going to bring you a live shot here in just a couple moments for getting everything set up and ready to roll. Um, we are also going to have a briefing here with uh, Jake Sakina with the Kansas City Police Department here momentarily at multiple members of the media um, on the corner waiting for that to happen as well, and I heard you say that uh, Chief Graves and Mayor Quentin Lucas are going to be giving a briefing in front of the police department. So uh, things have calmed a little bit, but, you know, the minute I say that, uh, there's another development. 
you know, just, just a few minutes ago, we thought everything had calmed down, and then all of a sudden we hear, you know, all the police scanners, because there's police everywhere, and, and they're going after a, a suspect in the garage. So, um, but as of right now, um, right this minute, it, it seems like things are much calmer. It's just the crime scene is actually going to stretch all the way up the hill, um, they told us, to the Liberty Museum and Memorial. Um, so it is going to just be a huge area that they're investigating um, as they continue to widen the perimeter down here. So, uh, Chris and Bria, we're going to bring a live picture to you momentarily, but that's what we're doing right now. Um, we're going to get new information from Kansas City Police here in just a few minutes. Um, and we're going to bring you live pictures of everything that's happening down here. We still have several um, ambulances that are yeah, waiting, and we still have uh, Pershing that is completely shut down, stretching all the way nearly to uh, I-35, underneath I-35. Okay, so, Laura. Uh, Thank you, Lara. What we're seeing right now is snipers on top of... Let me update you on what's happening at the Westin, and then we'll go back live to the coverage. So I just see this from Glenn Rice. He works for the Kansas City Star. Several Kansas City police officers may have cornered an armed man inside an indoor garage between the Westin and Union Station. So that is from Glenn Rice of the Kansas City Star. That was also confirmed by somebody at KCTV5. Breaking law enforcement with gun drawn outside of the Weston, Kansas City at Crown Center. They were had they had a shelter in place. Guests at the Weston have now been given the all clear. So I don't know what happened. I just I'm simply reading the information to you guys. According to Glenn Rice, several Kansas City police officers may have cornered an armed person, but the people currently at the Weston have been given the all clear. I'm looking at the television right now, and I'm seeing snipers walk across the roof of the Western Crown Center. Police snipers, too. That's that's worth noting. Police snipers are on top of the Western. My bad. I apologize. Let me be clear here. Police snipers walking on top of the Western. There's obviously a lot happening downtown. Let's go back to Channel 9. We know of two people, possibly a third in custody. We know that 10 people were hit. One person is dead, and uh, others are being uh, treated right now for their injuries, uh, many of those injuries serious. More information from the University Health Truman Medical Center. Uh, here's the latest. We are treating three gunshot victims. The two other individuals who were not shot in this incident are also being treated. So that's a five that we talked about. Matt Fleener's there at TMC right now. Matt? Chris Bria, it's just been an incredible scene to see ambulances coming in here, the staff at the University Health Truman Medical Center that have been on standby. In fact, I could still see some of the back in the bay right now that are just waiting for anybody else who may be coming here. And Bria, as you just said, University Health Truman Medical Center treating three gunshot victims, two other individuals who were not shot in this whole incident today. Uh, the statement continued that University Health is a level one trauma center, of course, the best trauma center, uh, one of the best trauma centers here in uh, the, the Kansas City area. Uh, the victims brought here from the Union Station incident are being treated by the best trauma specialists in the city. Our entire staff is aware of the incident, and all of our hearts go out to the victims and their families. They're working right now to 
get us the uh, conditions of those people who are who have been brought here. Uh, and I can tell you there have been several family members that are here. And in fact, uh, staff from Truman Medical Center just came out and they just brought them to the cha to the chapel. I, I would say it was a good uh, 20 people that were here uh, assembled in their chief's gear. A lot of people who had just been at the rally or people who had heard from family and rushed down here to the emergency department and now they've been moved to a separate location probably getting some sort of briefing on how their family members are doing and it's just been uh, surreal it's obviously uh, you know the people here at Truman Medical Center are trained for this they they go through these drills of of mass shooting situations and today they had to activate it and it's just the toughest day to do it because it was such a beautiful day here in Kansas City. The weather was great. So many people who were out enjoying themselves. And then at the end of this rally, this uh, terrible thing happens. And uh, but they they have been moving very quickly. We've seen doctors uh, and nurses and staff moving in here very quickly, running in to help and try and help uh, these victims who have come here. I also will say we're here on Hospital Hill. We're right now at 24th and Holmes in front of the emergency department. Just up the hill right here is Children's Mercy. And we did see earlier, probably about 30 minutes ago, three ambulances go there to Children's Mercy. We're working to get some more information exactly how many people uh, are being treated at Children's Mercy uh, uh, today as well. But uh, again, those family members, they're off at, at the chapel right now getting briefed on what's next, what the next process is is from here and we'll continue to stand by and, and figure out exactly uh, how the people inside right now who are being treated after the shooting after the chief's rally are doing matt thank you again for those of you who are just joining us uh, we know one person is dead nine are injured from this shooting um three victims are in critical condition five are in serious condition and one has non-life-threatening injuries and katie you've been there where you are right now all morning. Um, tell us the latest. Do you have a new update? Except that we were watching that police officer on top of the Weston just rapidly run across the rooftop, take aim at something down towards Crown Center. We're not sure what. He has since taken a more uh, relaxed stance, if you will, but but that certainly caught our attention when, when he went running. And that was one of the signs that um, my guests who join us now noted when all of this shooting began. They were down on the lawn. Please tell me your name. You can just give me your first name. Trudy. And Daryl. And you were down there. How did you know something was happening? Yeah, we saw the police come pouring out of the, the stadium down there, and the snipers came up on both sides. So you, you looked up and saw the snipers? Yeah, that's yeah. what caught our attention for sure. Yeah, it's kind okay. of a tense moment. Okay. And then did... Did people look panicked around you? Was pe really. Were people questioning? Down people? below Down it looked yeah. more so. Mm -hmm. Up where we were at, every, I think everybody was just leaving. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I'm so thankful that everybody was able to Absolutely. leave. And you were then able to find information on your phone. Said. No, well, actually, our son called us right okay. away and said, are you okay? So, yeah, that's okay. how we knew something actually happened. You know, we weren't really sure what happened exactly. but Right. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad you guys got out of there safely and are just kind of up here above it all. And um, a day that started with a love letter to the Kansas City Chiefs as they were celebrating their second in a row Super Bowl unfortunately may now be known as the shooting on the celebration of the Super Bowl.
back down to the audio you just heard came courtesy from Channel 9 News, KMPC News. I'm going to read to you what is currently on the screen. This information comes courtesy from the Kansas City Fire Department. Ten people have been shot. Three are in critical condition. One person has been confirmed as dead. As we get updates, we will certainly pass them to you. We're going to be doing live look-ins, playing audio, keeping you updated on everything that is happening in downtown Kansas City. Rob has compiled a lot of tweets and information. Go ahead, Rob. Okay, so first things first, we earlier reported about how Glenn Rice from the Kansas City Star was saying that the people had cornered, the police had cornered a suspect in the parking garage between the Westin and the Crown Center. We then had the reports from Carolina Cruz. We also had from Bob Fesco and many that guests at the Westin have been given the all clear. Vahe Gregorian, the Kansas City Star, noted a police sniper on top of the Westin, but he is no longer there as police appear to be scaling down back on the ground. Carolina Cruz over at KCTV5 tweeted out someone was apprehended in the parking lot of the Westin Kansas City earlier at Crown Center. That is as of three minutes ago. So it sounds like someone in the Westin was apprehended and we will have a full news conference at 3.30 from police headquarters. So let's do this. Let's take a break. When we come back, we will go live to police headquarters. We will go live to the press conference. I believe Mayor Lucas is going to be there. I assume there's also going to be a police officer or someone high up in the police department that also speaks as well. We are updating you on the ongoing situation in downtown Kansas City following the Kansas City Chiefs parade. Keep it right here on 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to The Drive on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and the Odyssey app. We are expecting to hear from the mayor of Kansas City, Missouri, Mayor Quentin Lucas. There is also someone else who is speaking. The chief of police, uh, Graves, I've scrolled past. The chief of police will also be speaking at the exact same time. So So we will hear from the mayor of Kansas City, Mayor Quentin Lucas. We will also hear from the Kansas City Police Department chief of police. They are scheduled to speak in one minute. Spec, let's go back live to Channel 9 and KMBC News, and we are expecting to hear the press conference live from the uh, head of the police department. Fans to safety. And to move them off the perimeter. The other thing that is just, I I can't get out of my mind and my heart at this point is the fact that, you know, because it's such a beautiful day and because practically all of the major school districts had called this a red snow day, there were a a ton of kids here, little, little kids, um, kids of all ages, with their families, with their friends. You know, we watched these little kids tumble and play football in front of us all morning long. And to think that, you know, really just not so many feet from where they were, um, the first gunshots went off. So the fact that there have been um, patients taken to Children's Mercy is something that, you know, it is going to weigh heavily on people's minds um, just because there were just so many families here. And it was difficult to see so many people still celebrating the moment of the team. And in that same crowd, the look of horror on people's faces together, just because what they were seeing and what other people weren't seeing. And we saw that. And you you don't get that out of your mind because you want to say, you want to say there's something that's happening. And you just couldn't. And and that's where your hat's off to the the police department. Because you hate to imagine It's already a horrible, horrific scene. We hate to imagine what would have happened if 300, 400,000 people, how many people were here, knew what was happening. That's right. I mean, right. And, and to be honest, you know, because it happened at the very end, it didn't happen in the middle. 
you know, people were, their minds were, we're going to head toward our, our cars, you know, we're going to head up. So there were, you know, for most people, especially up on the hill and everything, they were heading to their cars and they were going to find out about this later on. And, and I, I am grateful for that because we knew we were going to have to explain exactly what had happened to all these people and it, and it taints the, the entire day and what we were originally here to celebrate um, in our fine city. We have another ambulance who's, who's making way. We may have to kind to of move, uh, move over a little bit, but again, it's still very much uh, not as active, but yeah. there is still a heavy police presence. Um, there are still ambulances on the scene. Another ambulance is arriving here. Um, and I know that momentarily we're going to hear from the Kansas City Police Department and, um, and get more details on the situation here. Let me... Todd, right behind you, an ambulance is coming. So, yeah, I mean, that that is the situation. And, and Bria and Chris, I know you're, our newsroom is working, you know, tirelessly to try and get updated information so we can let people know, um, you know, the, the absolute latest as to who is in custody and, um, you know, the people who who are being treated. Um, we know that one person has died in all of this. Oh, okay, let's go to Matt Evans, who's now on the scene. Matt, what can you tell us? Hey, Todd. Right now, we are listening live into Channel 9. It looks like they're having some kind of technical difficulties with the audio setup right now. We'll go back to it when it is working. Currently on the screen, it says that there are 10 people who have been shot down at Union Station. Three of them are in critical condition, and one person has passed away. We're expecting a press conference coming up from the mayor of Kansas City, also the chief of police with the Kansas City Police Department. We were expecting that at 3.30. Obviously, there's a lot of moving parts, so it has not happened yet. The moment that it has happened, you will hear it live on 610 Sports Radio. Let's go back live to the news from Channel 9. For about 30 minutes, they heard gunshots and just started running over barricades to get to some kind of safety. Um, obviously, we're not getting much information from police at this location. We're told there is a media state of the air just a little bit further up Pershing here. But this is as far as we've been allowed to go this entire time. Uh, we've seen a lot of uh, Kansas City, Missouri police officers, Jackson County Sheriff's deputies with long guns. There was one point where there was some concern about the IRS building across from Union Station as well. We were pushed back. We saw uh, tactical units getting into the IRS building too, uh, so not sure if that was really anything or not, but there was not much uh, not much that came out of that building, so that was uh, at least uh, some good news. A lot of people that were still kind of ducking for cover in that moment, but obviously the, 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 the mood that we've heard from everybody here has just uh, absolutely shifted from one of, of jubilation, of, of just uh, excitement about the Kansas City Chiefs to just uh, sheer terror, and um, this is something that obviously Kansas City Police trained for. They have been um, this worst-case scenario for them, obviously, are hoping that this never happens, but uh, their officers responded very quickly. Um, it was pretty evident that something was wrong. We were not at the rally at the time of the shooting. We were a few blocks away, but it was pretty evident that something was going on because the police helicopter began uh, doing some really tight circles over the crowd. You hear the sirens, and uh, and obviously we're now just trying to figure out exactly what happened with all of this. Um, you know, it's 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 tough to to put into words exactly what people here in Kansas City are feeling. After this. Um, it's obviously we know that this is 
going to be uh, an investigation that will be very thorough into what happened, into who was involved, into all of the things surrounding this and leading up to that shooting. And, um, of course, this is something that we'll need to learn more from police and city leaders. In the coming hours, the coming days, weeks, and, and, and maybe even the coming months. Uh, Jackson Kurtz is here with us too. Um, he was at uh, at the parade site. I'd like to I'd like to bring him in too. Uh, we're on the same uh, live unit. But, uh, Jackson, uh, I'm just going to the mic off to you and, and just to walk us through what you saw when all this happened. Thank you, Matt. We were leaving uh, the Union Station area when this was going on, um, and we saw about six or seven police cars zoom right past us in about four or five ambulances as well. Uh, notable that a couple of these were completely uh, not anywhere close to Kansas City. Um, some places in Kansas, some places in Missouri all responding. And as we walked up to where we are right now on Broadway and Pershing, we saw about uh, eight or ten um, um, long gunmen of Jackson County Sheriff's Department uh, running towards um, the federal building here. I'm not sure what that was exactly, if that was related to it, if they were apprehending more people, um, but definitely uh, something that we were watching. We saw another man get put into a police vehicle, uh, unsure if he was just uh, unrelated to the shooting, but uh, most of these people here uh, terrified of what happened. Lots of people still walking back uh, towards where we are away from Union Station. I could only assume that they were inside or nearby uh, this shooting. So many people telling Matt and I about how scary, scared they were. Uh, one video that a viewer sent us that showed us this happened almost immediately after the music stopped after the rally at Union Station. Uh, it's like a 15-second window. The music stops playing. People are celebrating. They, they're singing Red Kingdom, uh, another chief song, and then immediately you start seeing a, a video of the shaking and people scared trying to figure out what was going on running inside of Union Station. Um, so... We're still waiting to get more uh, of an update from Kansas City Police, still waiting to get an update on those people who are critically injured, any more people that are injured, and just how many people uh, are hurt tonight uh, from this shooting. Completely different change of tone of what we saw this morning of celebration in Kansas City turning into just pure uh, uh, fear uh, here. Not what you wanted, but... Whenever you go anywhere uh, these days, it's something that we all have in the back of our mind, that this could happen anywhere, um, and unfortunately happened on one of the most uh, celebratory days in Kansas City. So still lots of uh, police here on the scene, lots of Jackson County Sheriff's Departments. Um, I saw Belton, an ambul ambulance from Belton drive past a couple uh, minutes ago, but um, still see some ambulances down by Union Station. I don't know if there's... Uh, people being taken in and out, but still plenty of police here on scene. Lots of folks still wondering what's happening. But uh, about two hours ago is when really the flood of people started to leave. So still some people who were inside coming this way off Pershing and Broadway. Um, still just a scene we're monitoring. I'm going to give it back to Matt here uh, to wrap up uh, this, this update here right now and see what else we know, Matt. Yeah, and Jackson, it's something you mentioned, too. Uh, a lot of people probably weren't even aware of this situation as they were leaving the rally. We saw some people who clearly knew what had happened and then others who were still trying to celebrate, still trying to um, still trying to, to enjoy a party that uh, clearly that it, this, it's not 
a party anymore. This is now a crime scene investigation. And um, that's what we're seeing kind of behind us here where you see this white tape up um, on the east side or the on, on the west side of Union Station, that is. So exactly where this shooting happened, we're not sure. We've kind of been on the outside. Obviously, cell service has been very spotty uh, through this entire ordeal. But um, we're still seeing a lot of police kind of meet at, at this side. We saw at least five or six ambulances leave from from this side and, and several more before we were able to get this close that we're leaving with lights and sirens on as well. So, um, I mean, obviously, we there's a lot of questions that a lot of people have. Um, but at, at this point, there's not much information we have, have here, um, obviously. So um, it's kind of maybe when investigators get in and start really taking account of all those things. Um, obviously, we'll stay here and keep keep talking to people, keep trying to, to get information. But um, for now, we're going to we'll try to send it back to you guys. Um, and, of course, this just... Um, it's, really, it's, really, it's really tough, obviously, to, yep. to see what has happened here. And, and um, know what you mean, buddy. And yeah, I mean, kind of a loss for words, honestly. I know. So, yeah. I know. A lot of people we are all are. Right now. It's and, truly uh, devastating. And we're, we're the very same. So, all right, Matt, thanks. Uh, uh, we'll we, go ahead and send it back to you. Yeah, we are awaiting uh, an announcement uh, in an update from the mayor and the chief of police that uh, we now think is, is happening at Union Station rather than Kansas City, Missouri Police Headquarters, as we were initially led to believe. A couple of things real quick. University Health, Truman Medical Center, now reporting they are treating four gunshots. All right, Speck, let's fade this down for a little bit, and I'll play some of the various audio clips that we have procured over the course of the last hour or so. The moment that the news conference starts about the shooting at Union Station. We will go live to it. I don't care if we're in commercial on the air. The moment that it happens, we will go live to the press conference that is happening down at Union Station. That press conference was supposed to be at 3.30. It has not happened yet. That press conference will include the mayor of Kansas City, Mayor Quint Lucas. It also will include the Kansas City Police Department chief of police. So this audio is live from KCTV5. This was Neil Jones who was on the air when the first shots were fired. Guys, 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 something's going on. Something's going on, guys. That was Neil Jones. That audio is courtesy of KCTV5. Let's play this. This is Jacob Bloomer. He is from Belton. He is an eyewitness to what happened down at Union Station. We are a champion, my friend. We saw we saw people running. PD PD was running towards Union Station. They set up a barricade for, and told everyone to calmly walk away from Union Station. The last we heard, there is multiple gunmen uh, with rifles in Union Station. Do not know of any fatalities. There is wounded, and they are currently holed up inside Union Station. Is what we were told. How many shots did you hear? Do you have any idea? Like three. And then everybody started running. There was people on the other side of the station running, and then cops were yeah, funneling people to the east. That was Jacob Bloomer. That audio comes courtesy from the Kansas City Star. Go ahead, Speck. 
This is from Tom Winter, uh, NBC News correspondent for investigations. Um, his tweet nine minutes ago at this early and preliminary nature of the investigation, the shooting incident following the Chiefs Super Bowl parade appears to be criminal in nature and does not immediately appear to be terrorism. Three state and federal law enfor- enforcement officials say. That information comes courtesy of NBC News. We are expecting a press conference between the mayor of Kansas City and also the Kansas City chief of police. The moment that we have that press conference, we will go live to it in downtown in Union Station. Let's continue to play you audio. This audio is from Dana Brady, her and her daughter, Madison. They came from New Hampshire for the parade today. What, what did you see? What did you experience? Um, we were getting ready to leave. The rally had just ended. And um, we were walking back towards, I don't know the street, but we were walking back towards where we had come from to look for an Uber when we heard screams. And people, there was a woman crying and they were running towards us. So I just put my arms around my daughter and we pushed through the crowd and we got to the gated area because it was gated off Union Station and people were helping everybody um, over the gates so we could get inside. And then we ran inside and there were people crying because somebody had been shot and there was a shooter and we were standing in there calming down because we were finally indoors when when um, we went into a corridor area. Uh, where we thought we would be safe when suddenly people started running again and this girl said um, they were firing shots they were firing shots and so we ran in into a hallway the mayor of kansas city missouri is speaking right now police chief stacy graves our fire chief ross grundison after i'm done speaking police chief graves will give details on the incident that happened earlier today a few things that i want to make sure we note at the outset Uh, First today, we had 600 Kansas City, Missouri Police Department officers, 250 from outside agencies. We went out today, like everyone in Kansas City, looking to have a celebration. That celebration was marred by a shooting today. And we recognize that there are some who are injured. We are praying for the safety of everyone. I've talked to a few different uh, folks so far. One, we have spoken to the Kansas City Chiefs, who made clear that their prayers are with everyone who was at the parade today, everyone in Kansas City, and everyone who was touched by this incident. They also noted that their players, coaches, and staff are all accounted for at this point and safe. We, however, note that this is a fluid situation, so all that we are sharing now may change as the hours go ahead. We've also received a call from the White House that offered all federal assistance in the investigation. We had federal agencies present today. We appreciate that, and certainly in the days ahead and the hours ahead, we will make sure we continue to do this work. I will say personally, first, a thank you to the women and men of law enforcement, to the women and men who work with the Kansas City Fire Department and our other agencies. When the shooting started, I, like many others, ran and ran for safety. I saw a number of agencies, including the Kansas City Police Department, officers with guns drawn who are running towards danger. We thank them for that. As I was leaving the scene, I saw members of our Kansas City Fire Department administering aid to folks who are seriously injured without concern for the shootings and the challenges that were near them. This is absolutely a tragedy, the likes of which we would have never expected in Kansas City and the likes of which we will remember for some time. However, I want to say thank you to those who are making sure that we are safe today, those who are investigating this incident, and those who will continue to make sure that those who committed these acts today are brought to justice. We'll come back for some questions at the end of the Chief's comments, but now the police chief, Stacy Graves. 
Chief Stacy Graves, Kansas City, Missouri Police Department. At the conclusion of the Chief's rally today, there were shots fired on the west side of Union Station. Immediately, officers responded to the area, took two people into custody, and also immediately rendered life-sustaining aid to those victims. We're still gathering information on the number and the status of victims. But like I said, we know that one of the victims is deceased. We also know that officers ran towards danger. Officers were there to keep everyone safe. I'm angry at what happened today. The people who came to this celebration should expect a safe environment. We had over 800 law enforcement officers, Kansas City and other agencies, at the location to keep everyone safe. Because of bad actors, which were very few, this tragedy occurred, even in the presence of uniformed law enforcement officers, who again ran towards them and took them into custody. To the people who were injured in this tragedy, our hearts go out to you and your families. This investigation is just beginning and we are working safely to clear all surrounding areas and businesses. This is still an active investigation. Uh, we will continue to keep you updated. We will keep you updated on Twitter and most likely a follow-up uh, press availability. You are currently listening to a press conference right now involving the mayor of Kansas City, Missouri, and also the chief of police. That is currently happening. Currently on the screen, one person was killed today at the rally at Union Station. Absolutely. As soon as the rally concluded, 
there were shots fired on the west side of Union Station. Officers were on scene in the area. I know one of the suspects was immediately pursued on foot. Um, like I said, there's two suspects in custody. I have heard uh, the information that was just requested. I will confirm or deny that. Um, but after that, immediately officers began rendering life-sustaining aid, calling in fire, which is the, the fire department, to uh, also assist victims. Do you know if there were more than two people taken into custody? Because we had two people, after you guys had made your announcement, there were two people in custody, two people live on our air being taken, handcuffed, put into van. So can you tell well, us about that and the process as this investigation continues? I don't know exactly the two that you're talking about that, that your camera caught. Um, on on video being loaded into a wagon i don't know that but i can tell you that uh in and around that scene it is still active um not active in in necessarily threats but it's a very active scene we're still investigating this is still early on um we still have parties that are walking into hospitals chief graves do you know anything about the suspects in terms of where they're from are they from I do not know that, but that's something that, that I also will be finding out. Two questions. We are hearing upwards of maybe 20 shots. Can you talk about the number that you heard? While I'm hearing 10 to 15, possibly 15, with, with the one um, that is uh, deceased. And do you know anything about the timing? It seems odd it's waited to the very end of the rally. I don't have anything about, I, I can't give you an answer on the timing. I can just say that. Uh, that's when it occurred, and we are investigating what led up to that. Maybe once we get some of those details, we'll know why that happened at that time. But right now, it's just it's still too new. Chief, Chief, my Chief was it just one incident or multiple incidents that's that, that injured multiple? That is something that, that is under investigation. Mayor Quinton Lucas, you talked about how you were on the ground and you yourself had to run for safety. I understand we're, we're still waiting on a timeline and trying to understand what exactly happened. But we were having a Super Bowl parade. And this is what the country is talking about now. What is your message to this city at a time like this? I second the comments by the chief of police. I'm heartbroken. First of all, I'm praying for the victims and the families impacted. I start with them. Um, I'm incredibly upset, disappointed. I was there with my wife. I was there with my mother. Uh, we never would have thought that we, along with Chiefs players, along with fans, hundreds of thousands of people, would be forced to run for our safety today. I think that I'll let the investigation shake out before coming to any further conclusions, but I think the initial response absolutely is anger. You know, we have done a number of these now, and this is a day that a lot of people look forward to, something they remember for a lifetime. And what they shouldn't have to remember is the threat of gun violence marring a day like this, injuring them and their families. This morning, I was actually thinking about bringing my child, as many people in Kansas City did. And I don't want us to have to, in our country, for every big event, think about a concern of being shot. As the chief noted, we had a lot of law enforcement officers there today. They did exceptional and outstanding work, and I will second that again. Because on your timeline point, I was inside of Union Station. We heard something. A number of us start running. And I see a stream of officers going the exact other direction, in, with guns drawn, ready to address danger. And that was the, the situation throughout, people who responded absolutely immediately. But I wish that we lived in a world where they wouldn't have to do that. I wish we lived in a world where we wouldn't have to see incidents like that. But I'm as heartbroken as anybody. 
We will do a, a full and thorough investigation. I hope that we bring whoever this is to justice, and we will continue to try to make sure that we can be as safe as possible. However, when you have people who decide to bring guns to events, when you have people who are deciding to try to mar events, celebratory ones like this one, all of us start to become members of this club that none of us want to be a part of, which is those who have experienced mass shootings. I hope for Kansas City this is one of the last times we experience that. What's that? Sorry, I'm going. In danger at, at any point? Was I in danger? No, were any players. of the players, the Chiefs players. You know what? I, I think we'll let the investigation take a look at that. The police department responded effectively, I think incredibly quickly, to make sure that people would be out of harm's way. That being said, a number of us had to flee from a situation because we heard a sound of gunshots. So I'll let you answer your own question in terms of whether you think that's something that puts you in danger or not. Um, in my view, many times shots are nearby. You don't know where they're coming from. You don't know who's firing them and all of that. Then perhaps there is a, a situation of danger. This but, is a question thanks, for guys. fire. Thank you guys. Can, can, I, get back can I ask Hold a fire question? Of the 10 to 15 injured, did you say, are all of those gunshots, I want to know, and... Do you have a sense of how many, or are some of those also critical injuries? We, we've covered that we, we don't have that information. I, I just have a fire question. Hold on. 10 to 15 is what we have, potentially 15. One deceased. I don't have a condition on the other gunshot. Uh, victims. Those are all gunshots. Though. Correct. Okay. Sir, we don't know how many. One fire question, no, I do because, not. because Chief Graves said that we're going to have a lot of updates later, okay. guys. we got to go inside and gather this information. Okay. I appreciate it. The audio is courtesy of Channel 9 News. One person has been killed, confirmed. 10 to 15 people injured today at a shooting at the Union Station rally. That was the first press conference. I imagine there will be a lot of press conferences about what happened in downtown Kansas City today after the shooting at Union Station. We will go back to the news at the top of the hour. Keep it right here, Sir Drive. End of the rally. We do know... Right now, police believe it was 15 to 20 shots fired. They say 10 to 15 people were injured. They don't have specific numbers yet, as this is all still very breaking, but they do know that one person has died from their injuries at the, the rally where the shooting happened. Now, the mayor, Quinton Lucas, he, of course, said that his heart is broken over what he saw today. He was there inside. He spoke saying that he thought about bringing his child to the rally today and did not. And he said that nowhere in America should anyone have to question the safety when they go to big, large public events like this. And he said that uh, he wished that we lived in a world where these types of shootings didn't happen. So a lot of information here tonight at this briefing outside police headquarters. Everyone having their hearts broken over what happened, what should have been a day of celebration and excitement ending in this tragedy at the very end of the rally here tonight. And police are trying to find out more about what happened. Live in Kansas City, we'll send it back to you. All right, Brian, thank you very much. We've got, we have crews stationed all over the place. We've got uh, Matt Fleener, who is at one of the hospitals where several uh, people were taken. Um, as Chief Graves mentioned, there are 10 to 15 people who are being treated. She does not know how many of those 10 to 15 are actually gunshot victims. Um, she's trying to get to the bottom of all that. She does not believe that any of the victims were children, which was good news because we did uh, hear that some people were taken to Children's Mercy. We want to step out of the way, though, and show you what's going on behind us. You just see there's still a police presence here. 
The police tape are out here roped off. That's Union Station in the background where you see the police car heading in and also the command post, mobile command post is heading in. That's sort of the garage, they kind of the garage to go into Union Station where we believe there was like an active scene inside, but that has been contained is what we were told inside the garage. So still a heavy police presence, not as heavy as it was before, kind of looking down Pershing to my left, which is to the west. That was shut down for quite a while with a heavy police presence and ambulance. That situation is also clear right now, so it looks like traffic is making its way. And it's just, you know, one of the things that, um, that we talked about, the police officers, the challenge, the challenge that they had was how to handle um, hundreds of thousands of people. And you heard Chief Graves say that this isn't Kansas City. And we've been here. Yep. We Let's go here. to the phone lines right now. Jackson Kurtz of Channel 9 is calling in live from downtown Kansas City. He was at Union Station covering this event. Jackson, first off, man, we appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on today. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Um, you know, just, just not what we wanted in Kansas City uh, after this celebratory day of our Chiefs. Um, so many people trying to process this um, very, very active scene still downtown. Um, this happened immediately after. Uh, one person showed me a video that was there 15 seconds after the, the music stopped playing. Um, you know, folks were singing Chief's Kingdom, some other song, and then out of nowhere, he starts hearing shots fired and uh, people start running uh, towards inside Union Station, and a lot of people stayed there. For a while, I mean, just about 15 minutes ago was the last big group of people walking into Union Station that we saw. Um, and when we were driving back, we left. We saw seven or eight police vehicles just speeding uh, down, uh, I think it was Broadway we were on, um, and then some ambulances following them pretty shortly afterwards. Um, and then once we got closer to Union Station on Pershing and Broadway, we saw eight or ten uh, long-gunned uh, Jackson County Sheriff's deputies and Kansas City police and possibly some agents, federal agents, I'm not sure exactly on that, running towards a certain direction. Um, <clears throat> so, but what we know, one person is dead. Uh, police have not confirmed how many more have been injured. It could be between 10 and 15 people. Uh, some of those folks are in critical condition. They have not given us a firm number of how many and two people so far in police custody. So that's the gist of what we know so far. Police say they're going to update us throughout the night on Twitter uh, and possibly with another press conference. So um, just ter a terrible end uh, to this ch chief celebration here in KC. Right now we're talking to Jackson Kurtz live from downtown Kansas City. He was at Union Station. He is with Channel 9 KMBC. That's where we have been getting the audio from today. Jackson, do you know if everyone has evacuated Union Station or the parking garage? I know there was a time where people were trapped, stuck in there. Do you know if everyone has been evacuated from there? We just passed the parking garage. It looked completely empty. Uh, people were still, just, just 20 minutes ago, was the last big group of people being escorted by police from Union Station. Um, so it looks like that is where, um, you know, people inside, people hiding throughout so many different areas in the whole entire structure that you could hide. 
<clears throat> unfortunately, for the situation or something like this. Uh, but it looks like the garage looks like the garage was completely clear. Um, but even you know, even Mayor Lucas, Mayor Quentin Lucas, said that he was nearby this scene, and he himself ran from the gunshots and hid. Right now, we're talking to Jackson Kurtz. He is with Channel 9 joining us on the show today. He's live in downtown Kansas City. Jackson, do you know if out of the two people that are in custody right now, are both of them related to the initial shooting that happened at Union Station? Is one of those persons affiliated, I guess, associated with what happened at the West? And it seems like there were two kind of pockets of incidents. Are, Are they related? Do you know if they're related? We know that the two people were taken into custody uh, early on uh, from what sounded like Chief Graves was saying. Uh, you know, she, she basically said, you know, she, the officers had to get them and then did some uh, life-saving maneuvers to, to save some of these folks uh, who were injured. Um, but it, it, it sounds like those, those two initial people were taken into custody early. At least that's what that's what police told us um, very about more than that, at least more than an hour ago. Um, So that's what we do know. Um, I don't know. We've not been told if there's more uh, suspects out there. We don't know if there's um, more people they're looking for. But, you know, Kansas City Police Chief Stacey Graves just kept saying this is an active investigation. Um, You know, she was saying, quote, this is a she's angry. I'm angry. This is uh, not Kansas City. Um, and it just went on to say how um, days like this is not, are not supposed to happen, but unfortunately they can happen anywhere in our world today. Jackson, this doesn't feel like a terrorism incident, at least not to no. me. It, it, it doesn't no. feel like it. It doesn't feel like maybe a traditional mass shooting in that sense. I feel like if it was, I feel like during the press conference we just got from the mayor, from the chief of police, the language and verbiage would have been drastically different if that's what had happened. Yes, we, we're, we're still trying to understand the details of what led up to the shooting. If one uh, person at the press conference asked, were these people from Kansas City? Um, police couldn't, uh, didn't give us an answer because it's just still too early to know uh, for them to give that information out. But uh, we do know that uh, the two people taken into custody uh, were in that crowd, in that huge crowd, very near, right near Union Station. Um, some of the shots, you, some of the videos of folks have been sending our station, sending, showing us we were down there, um, just how close this was um, to people who were just wanting to celebrate. Um, so still, still a lot of unknowns. We're trying to figure out. Uh, still waiting for updates and anywhere near Union Station right now is a madhouse. Uh, traffic is backed up left and right. Uh, not as many people around on foot. Um, a lot of trash, a lot all over, but um, pro- probably what you can expect after this uh, parade, but uh, definitely has a much uh, more uh, darker feeling, unfortunately. I was going to ask you this, and this is one of those questions that I'm fully aware that I know the answer, but you were physically there. What's the tone and emotion of the people that you were talked to? I mean, you do television news. You guys are getting live eyewitness accounts, people that were physically there and were impacted by the incident. What's the tone? What's the mood of the people that you have talked to and around Union Station right now? A lot of shock, 
and uh, sadness, a lot of shock and sadness. Many of the people that were just feet away from where this happened, one of my group chats I got uh, from college, one of my fraternity brothers said he was 50 feet away from the shooting. Um, and him and his fr- him and his friend ran away immediately afterwards, um, but and just shocked, just shocked because you, you don't think this is going to happen uh, at something like this. Uh, I think that is you you know it could you know it definitely could happen, but um, something this scale and the thing is, Mayor Quint Lucas said there were 600 police officers and many more from surrounding areas here. Um, so a lot of people felt that safety, but still, um, as Chief Graves, uh, quote said, bad actors, um, made those decisions. So it's simply sadness and shocked and, uh, a lot of a numb feeling. Uh, I I feel kind of numb just having this excited day of celebratory things. It's Valentine's day and we have to deal with this in our city now. Um, you know, I, the magnitude of, um, you know, what this, what this can do to community. I mean, we don't know how many people are more people are, uh, the exact number of people are hurt. Uh, earlier I said, I believe it, but police told us it's either 10 between 10 and 15 people. Um, so just, just something we're going to keep watching out for and please give us more information. That is Jackson Kurtz joining us on the show today. He does great work for Channel 9, KMBC. Jackson, man, I know it's a million things going on, man. I really appreciate you making time and coming on our show today to update the people of Kansas City about what's going on downtown, man. I, I appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank, thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Absolutely. That's Jackson Kurtz joining us on the show today to give us the latest of what's happening down at Union Station So let's go back to the news. Let's go to KMBC. Let's play what they have to say, what their report on what is happening right now in downtown Kansas City. Andy, thank you. And uh, no, he's helping these. There's crews going in and out and in and out. And that's what Len was doing, was helping them get through the, the crime scene tape. Uh, to what Andy spoke about, you know, there there's going to be a lot of anger um, from a lot of different people uh, just about what happened today and how the day ended. Um, it, it's, it, you know, it, it is unspeakable. And, you know, we saw the person who was on the ground that that 16-year-old was talking about and then eventually loaded on a stretcher and, and, and taken away. And, I, and that was the initial situation that set off this whole series of, of situations that have taken hundreds of law enforcement's um, afternoon up investigating, and the investigation will go long into the night. I noticed that some of the Chiefs players, Drew Tranquil, took to social media praying for those all involved and just, you know, you know, hoping that, you know, everyone is okay. Hoping everyone is okay. And so, so some of the Chiefs players are kind of taking to social media as well because, you know, it, it, it was it was to celebrate them, right? And and uh, um, the celebration has been tarnished, and it's it's switched to a, an investigation, a, a homicide investigation, and and it just you know so many frightened people at home uh, tonight. Yep. I mean, they, it's just you know you and I saw their faces, yep. and it, it just can't. It's not going to get out of our no. heads, and and we're going to remember that. And uh, uh, just you know, and we were still kind of in not in the dark. We knew something was happening, but just not sure what they were seeing and then the news comes out that it's 10 to 15 victims and 
you know, oh. it's, it's a lot for the city to digest. Um, it's a lot for the people who were in attendance and realized what was going on to digest. Uh, we want to go to Matt Fleener now. And, and Matt, you're outside one of the hospitals where several victims were taken. And uh, four gunshot victims were brought here, eight other victims here at Truman Medical Center as well. We understand some of those may be uh, some broken legs or, or maybe some trampling injuries, those types of things. We're going to confirm that exactly. But uh, we've been speaking with several people uh, here, including family members, family members who say, we talked with one woman who said her uh, brother was shot in the face, another uh, man who said his sister was shot as well. And we've also been uh, speaking with another couple, and, and we may get them over here uh, really quick uh, for for an interview would you would you guys mind coming over speaking real quick um, and this couple is amazing they've been walking around here at Truman Medical Center and also Children's Mercy which is right up the hill Hospital Hill and, and simply they've been praying Chiefs fans that are praying and and you both were down there would you remind me of your names again? my name is Leandre Yep. Yep. And your name? My name is Spencer. Yes, Leandre and Spencer, and, and you came down here to the hospitals to pray. Yes. Why? Um, God led us. You know, God honest truth. Um, we were actually dropping off a friend of ours that was out at the event with us, and um, right after we got done dropping her off, God said, "Go back down there and begin to pray for the children mm. at Children's Mercy." And so we were just obedient. You know, we 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 listened to God and. His voice is loud and clear, and so we just wanted to get on the grounds and pray. Your friend had a, had a child that was trampled in this, is, it, is that right? Yes. Yes, so uh, we actually found out um, with us coming down here that that's what happened. She uh, broke her leg, and so um, it's just amazing like how God moves, we, and we listen to him, and we're able to come in and pray and intercede for not just her, but the other children as well. We're, so. hearing, we're hearing that there are four gunshot victims that were brought here to this hospital eight other people that were brought here as well. You you were down in there, and you, you said you saw the shooter. Yes, uh, so we saw one of the shooters. I know it's multiple shooters, uh, what we've heard, but one of the shooters, he was literally feet away from us, and uh, when the ranger that had his gun drawn in front of us, he pointed the, the man out. He darted out from literally like this close from us and just shot into the crowd, and the ranger took out after him. And after that, we was just like, God, this was nobody but you that led us out right in time to get away from the gunshots. Where did you go after you heard the gunshots? Right after we heard the gunshots, we began to walk back to our car, and right after that, we dropped our person, and then that was when we came back to Children's Mercy immediately to begin to pray. Have you heard any update, any status update on, on your friend, your friend's anything. child? I haven't heard anything yet, so um, I'll be looking at my phone here in a second yeah. um, just to see what's going on, but... We believe God. We trust God that they'll, they'll be fine. They'll God, be it is only a broken leg, and, yeah. and she, her life was spared. So yeah. that's what we're thankful for. We talked about what an amazing day this has been. It was an amazing day right up until the moments of these shootings. And you had to go through, you both had to go through just an emotional roller coaster. Yep. And you're probably still on that roller coaster right now. Yep. Um, the only thing that is keeping us stable and grounded right now is God. God. It's our prayer God. and it's our faith. 
Um, he's brought us out through many situations like this, and we're just praying the same for these people and their families. Yeah. 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 Well, Leandre Spencer, uh, both Chiefs fans and both faithful prayer warriors who are outside here Absolutely. at Truman Medical Center and Children's Mercy. Uh, yeah, go Chiefs, and, and goodness gracious, we, we appreciate you, and we'll let you get back to praying right now. So, yeah, you bet. Absolutely. Thank you very much. And and they just set up beautifully. They, I noticed them. They were just walking around, and, and I could see they were actively holding their hands out and, and walking around and praying for the people that are inside here at the hospital and then up at Children's Mercy as well and, and uh, certainly a lot of people doing that today praying for for all of these victims here after this uh, Chiefs rally and parade hard to say but uh, but that is the reality here today so I want to read to you guys some tweets I want to update you guys on some information I also want to give you guys some of my own thoughts related to this so as of now, what we know, what is confirmed, there has been one person that has been killed. There are between 10 to 15 people who are injured. This is in relation to a shooting that took place, I mean, moments after the rally today down at Union Station. The Kansas City Police Department have two people currently in custody. There was also a, another incident. I don't know if this was a separate or I don't, I don't know if they are conjoined in any way. There was an incident at the Westin in which they had a man cornered. That incident seems like it has been resolved. Doesn't seem like anything came from that. But there was an incident earlier today at the Westin as well. I haven't given much commentary today, and I don't think that that is appropriate today. And I understand that my job and my role and my responsibility into this is to get you the most accurate news and the most accurate information. I'm not here to stand on any soapboxes or do any of those things. This sucks. Today was a special day. Rob, I don't know what you did today. Woke up at 6 o'clock this morning. Some of my dearest, closest friends, I mean, people that I was in their wedding, they will one day be in my wedding. Their kids, their parents, their family were all in my apartment. We're having a good time. We're drinking. We're eating. We're watching the parade on the television. We're watching it go by. A magical day. I'm sure that many of you have a story that is very, very similar to mine. Up until 2 o'clock, today was going great. Today was one of the more fun days, best days that you've had. Celebrating their accomplishments, what they've done, celebrating this run that they've been on. And more important than that, because Half of the day is about celebrating them and what they accomplish. It's also about celebrating us and where we live and the pride that you have living where we live and growing up where we grew up. And the fact that all of those positive memories that you made today or that you were able to share with your kids or your grandparents or your whoever, all of the memories that you have today are going to be tied into this incident. All of them. That's what today will be known for. Not how great it was for a majority of the day and how special it was and how unique it was. You don't get these every year in your city. This isn't the St. Patrick's Day parade. This isn't a Thanksgiving parade that you just know every year on the calendar. No, There are some cities that have never experienced what we got to experience earlier today. Detroit has never experienced it. Minnesota, 
talking great American cities. They have never experienced what we've had the opportunity to experience now four times in less than a decade. Some of my most favorite memories, some of your most favorite memories have been on days like today. And the fact that this incident has taken away all of that joy, all of that civic pride is really, really heartbreaking. And we're not talking about the that Chris, uh, Chris Jones looked absolutely drunk off his ass earlier today. I mean, my guy was leaning. We are not talking about Travis Kelsey, who appeared to be the exact same, or Chris Jones saying that I'm coming back next year. That's what we should be talking about. But in fact, we are talking about somebody or somebodies, whomever they are, and I don't know. Somebody's decided to start shooting today at Union Station and they killed an innocent person that has nothing to do with whatever their issue is and injured and wounded 10 to 15 people and ruined the day of millions of other people. And it is incredibly unfortunate what happened today. I will stop commentating on what happened and we will go back to just the news and the facts. We'll do that on the other side. Keep it right here. It's the drive. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison. Remember to follow the show on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car wreck? Get the money you deserve. Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. So let's update you on what is happening currently in downtown Kansas City. We just had a press conference from the mayor of Kansas City. We also had one for the chief of police. So this is the confirmed information. One person was killed down today at Union Station. Between 10 to 15 people have been injured in the shooting after the Chiefs Championship Parade. Two people are currently in custody, and there is another press conference that is scheduled for 5 o'clock. We will play that press conference in its entirety here on 610 Sports Radio. We have also been going live to downtown with audio courtesy of Channel 9 and KMBC. Let's continue. And at this point, we haven't seen a shuttle bus in quite some time, and the parking lot is pretty empty at this point, so pretty much everybody has gone home. Now, as we heard a little bit earlier, Kansas City Police Chief Stacy Graves expressing pride in the officers who were out there and did their duty so well. We heard that sentiment echoed by a lot of people who came back from the parade today. One of them was a young man named Ezra Boyd, 21 years old. He told us he heard gunshots. He wasn't close enough that uh, they it was nearby him, but he did see uh, the police officers move everybody away from that area in an orderly fashion. So when you have tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people out in a scene like that one, uh, to be able to diffuse the situation the way they did, he says, was uh, very remarkable. Uh, we also spoke uh, to a woman named Melissa Clardy, who was with her 16-year-old daughter, Elizabeth, at the parade. Unfortunately, they were very close to where this shooting happened. And when we talked to them, there were tears streaming down their faces. Uh, the young girl, 16 years old, telling us that she was close enough to see one of the victims actually go down. Her mother saying that this will be the last time that she would go to a celebration like this one, even if the Chiefs are fortunate enough to win again, because in her words, she says, I love my Chiefs. Hey, Rob, fade this down really quickly. I want to give you guys an update from Truman Medical Center. This is from Matt Fleener, who has been incredible today on television. 
This is from Truman Medical Center. Quote, we are currently treating eight gunshot victims from Union Station. Two of those victims are in critical condition. Uh, critical condition. We are also treating four others who have non-gunshot injuries. We heard that earlier today in the press conference that someone had broken their leg in a trampling when people were trying to leave the scene and the shooting that had taken place. So this information comes directly from Truman Medical Center. We are currently treating eight gunshot victims from Union Station. Two of those people are in critical condition. Four other people have been treated for non-gunshot injuries. Wanted to get that information to you guys as immediately as I saw it. Let's go back to uh, Channel 9. Driven in uh, at 2 o'clock in the morning and was waiting there. When he showed up at 6.15, there were 200 people waiting to get on the shuttle bus. That's how passionate people were about attending this event and having a good time. And unfortunately, uh, we've seen uh, what has happened. Um, We have talked to a a lot of... uh, people that have young children and uh you know uh, one guy i talked to he has a three-year-old son you know he said um that he's not going to be scared off uh, by something like this but he, he's also noted that if he was close to what happened he, he might have thought differently and uh we mentioned uh the uh, young man the 21 year old ezra uh who we talked to uh i asked him ab- about this shooting and he said he was not surprised because unfortunately this is the kind of society that we live in today Reporting live at the zoo, Andy Alcock, KNBC 9 News. All right, Andy, thanks. More live pictures from uh, News Chapter 9 above uh, the west side of Union Station. Uh, one of, we think, our multiple crime scenes as a result of uh, today's shooting at the end of today's Chiefs uh, celebratory rally. And we've heard uh, Mayor Lucas and uh, Police Chief Stacy Graves talk uh, about a law enforcement rendering life-saving aid to the victims um, on scene. Um, again, we just got that update from University Health uh, about the number of victims, eight gunshot victims from Union Station. Two of those victims are in critical condition uh, and four others who have none gunshot injuries. And that's out of a total of 10 to 15 people who were injured in what happened today. I don't know if we have KBC 9's Dennis Evans and Kelly Eckerman uh, ready to, uh, there they are. Uh, I think it looks like you're still in Washington Square Park across the street from the Weston Crown Center. Yes, we are. And you know, I was just looking over my shoulder and I saw this family that's here to the right, if you can pan over in that direction, and they're picking up confetti from the parade and so many people that came down here today as the pep rally was really just ending you know we're going along and they were gathering confetti and just kind of wrapping up and there was a lot of high-fiving and then suddenly the mood just changed Kelly. i know and i you know so many have mentioned they heard the fireworks which you know we are east of of union station so we were over here in the park we could hear the rally but we couldn't see it um but we heard those fireworks that everyone was talking about um and then we saw the ripple effect we saw after those fireworks, all of a sudden, uh, people running toward us and almost simultaneously police Law running toward the scene. Yes, um, and it was kind of surreal. Uh, um, and then all the sirens and obviously something was happening. It, it was. It was just such a surreal feeling. And we have our uh, security detail here, too. And he immediately looked at me and he said, that's, that's gunfire. He said, they're going to gunfire. And he kind of pushed us off to the side and we could just see the state state police officers coming this way you could see the you know Kansas City Police Department going in that direction and we just saw people in we're, we're gonna spin around a little bit this way there is a fence down here this fence which is a barrier that has kept people you know 
from crossing this road and people were in such a panic that they just completely trampled this fence as they started coming in this direction. People just wanted to get out of there. I saw one young girl who was running so hard and once she got to what she considered to be a safe area, she bent over and she was having a hard time breathing and, and we saw several reunions, people who got separated in the midst of all of this chaos and when they found each other Again, there was just such a sense of relief. And we also saw a second scene where there was a huge police presence and, you know, they were trying to, you know, rope off or cordon off the area. That was part of it until this was an active crime scene and a huge crime scene until they knew exactly what was going on. So there really was a lot going on and a lot of questions and a lot of confusion. And uh, I know that, you know, we saw the faces of the people who were coming this way. And I know I, I saw one woman, I could tell she was very upset. And one of the first things she said to me, is it safe here? Is it safe here? Am I safe here? And so obviously she had been through a lot. She was someone who was uh, taken into Union Station um, and finally was allowed to leave. But then she didn't know where to go or what to do. And, um, and we talked to her. Let's listen to some of what she had to say about what she went through. All of a sudden, we see people running, and we hear gunshots, and we take off running, look over, and there's a guy next to us on the ground. And then they told us we have to come up here, and our car is at Union Station. So we're up here wandering around with, we can't go, everything's on lockdown. You can't go inside a building, so you're just walking around out here. And they had somebody else get shot up here where they told us to walk to. So it's, and then we've got two people that came with us. I was going to say, at this point, you haven't been able to reunite no. with. And so we're just out here wandering around on foot because the place we have to go to report a missing is not walkable distance. Yeah. All of a sudden, they all started coming running out. And then you see all this policemen come running in there. Um, and you knew something happened in the station. You knew something happened inside while everybody was coming out. Yeah, this is shocking because this is supposed to be a, a joyous occasion. You know, listening to them, you could just hear the emotion in their voice. And we cover events, you know, on a regular basis. And this is something, you know, a Super Bowl celebration, something we were all looking forward to. And as I saw other members of the media, you know, when they walked past, there was a look of concern, like, you know, are you okay? Because it, it, it could, you can't help but be rattled when you're standing and watching what's a celebration and you see that amount of people come running. You know, you don't know where the danger is. You don't know how severe it is. You don't know if it's a mass shooter. We now know what it is, but in that moment, it was frightening because you just didn't know what was happening. You heard the sound and you saw these law enforcement officers running to the danger. That's the one thing I will say, you know, we saw them head without hesitation. They headed straight towards the danger. And that's and when we knew something, you know, was very wrong. And as folks were walk walking toward us, we were asking them as well, are you okay? Um, and, and some of them, they were physically okay, but again, they were still looking for loved ones. There were a lot of folks that ended up getting separated during all of this, so that was just another layer of concern. And this is something that is going to stay with people for, for quite a while, because people look forward so much all week long. That's all I heard was people talking about, I can't wait to go down. Are you going to the parade? And, you know, back 
back-to-back -back championships, all the things that go with that. And, you know, we saw the players running past here with shirts off and having a good time interacting with the crowds. Just where we're standing right here, you know, just about a football field or so away from where all this was taking place, you had little kids just, you know, playing underneath our riser and, you know, tossing the football around in this grass back here. And we should be so thankful that law enforcement got in there and stopped this when they did because, you know, there were just so many people in this area. So we're all definitely thankful just such for a that. Tragic way to the audio is courtesy of Channel 9 KMBC. They have done a phenomenal job with their coverage today. Coming up at 5 o'clock, there will be another press conference. This press conference will involve the mayor of Kansas City. Rob, do we know if this will also involve the chief of police? It'll I know the be, one earlier was. I just wasn't sure if the one at 5 o'clock. It'll be both the mayor of Kansas City and the chief of police, Stacey Graves, will both be available at 5 o'clock. So the press conference that they had earlier today, these were the details that we got confirmed. There's been one person who was confirmed to have died earlier today down at Union Station. 10 to 15 people have been injured as well. They also have two people that are in custody from behind what happened earlier today. I'm trying to find the tweet from you. This is from Matt Fleener of KMBC. This is a statement from Truman Medical Center. Quote, we are currently treating eight gunshot victims from Union Station. Two of those victims are in critical condition. They are also treating four other people who have non-gunshot injuries. So that is the latest information that we do have. I'm told that there was a caller to the Dana and Park show. Shout out to them over on 98.1. This was an eyewitness account from Carrie. Uh, I was standing right at that uh, metal fence right there in the intersection. I saw the verbal altercation between the two groups, and I'm, I was kind of shocked. I thought it was going to be a fist fight, not a, not a gunfight. And, and who was fighting? Uh, it was two larger black men with hoodies on, and they kept telling these five younger kids that were dressed up in hoodies and face masks, but they looked young and smaller, about five of them, and they were the two bigger guys kept saying they were going to get one of the, the younger kids. I thought it was going to be over. They started to walk away, but then one kid walked back with his black backpack, raised his backpack up, I'm still not thinking anything at the time. He, that's when all the, uh, it sounded like a fully automatic gun started firing at the big guy. I turned to kind of froze. I just turned around. And then by the time I faced back to the action, the dude was, the big guy was laying on the ground at my feet and he dropped his gun. That was a eyewitness account from a gentleman named Carrie. That audio is courtesy of the Dana and Park show. Are we taking a break right now? Or are we taking it up until five o'clock? Okay. All right. So coming up in just a bit, we'll take a break and then we will go live to the police station. I believe they're at the police headquarters and they will have another update, another press conference about what is happening downtown at union station. I want to play some more uh, eyewitness accounts. This is from Jennifer and Landon Wilbers. Hopefully I'm pronouncing their name correctly. They're from Jefferson City. They came in for the parade. I was standing over there on the edge trying to see if I could catch a football player coming out to get a picture with him. And then I just heard shots ringing off. So we ran this and way. We and looked I looked over my left, and, and there was somebody, somebody on laying the ground. There. Yeah. 
is way in there. And, and then we took up, they told us we had to go up this road. Well, yeah. then if somebody got shot up here. Yeah. So then we come back down here, and they say we can't come down here. And my friends are still missing. Yeah, we got two people missing. And our car's in Union Station. They said we can't get for several, several hours. So we're just kind of walking aimlessly. <laughs> I'm trying to get to the other side because that's where my friend's parents are at. I'm trying to talk to them. So, I'm yeah. so that's what he's through. trying to do is see if he can get us to the other side. Carrington, real quick, I have an update for you here before we take the press conference at 5 o'clock. P.J. Green tweeted this out. He works at Fox 4. Children's Mercy has confirmed they are treating 12 patients from the Chiefs rally today. 11 are children. Nine have gunshot wounds. So Children's Mercy is confirming they have 12 patients. 11 children. Nine have gunshot wounds. <sighs> Coming up in about 10 minutes, we will head to the headquarters of the police department and we will get an update on what has happened down at union station from the mayor of kansas city and also the chief of police that's coming up keep it right here it's the drive you're listening to the drive with carrington harrison brought to you by deep esquale moore car truck or motorcycle wreck remember mike's got this on your official broadcast partner of the kansas city chiefs 610 sports radio Coming up in about five minutes, we are expecting a press conference from the mayor of Kansas City, Mayor Quint Lucas. We also are expecting the chief of police to be there as well. Let me give you guys an update. This comes from KCTV5. I'm going to read you the story, and then we'll go back to uh, downtown. One person dead, at least 18 wounded in a shooting at Union Station after Chiefs Parade Two in custody. This story is from KCTV5. Police have said that one person died and several people were injured in a shooting Wednesday afternoon just after the Chiefs parade and rally ended at Union Station. Children's Mercy Hospital, they have confirmed that it is treating 12 patients, 11 of whom are children. The hospital is stating that nine of those patients have gunshot wounds. Truman Medical Center officials say that they are treating eight gunshot victims two of whom are in critical condition. Four other people were treated for non-gunshot injuries. The Kansas City Police Department state that they have two armed people that were taken into custody for more investigation. That is the latest information that we have on what happened downtown today in Kansas City. We are expected to hear from the mayor of Kansas City and the chief of police momentarily. Let's go back live downtown. This audio is courtesy of Channel 9. Oh that they were going to be here keeping us safe, and they did a remarkable job really in keeping us calm and cool and, and, and understanding. They are also understanding what exactly what was happening right. in there and sharing that information with us. Uh, but, you know, we were you know, fortunate to have that where many people who did not uh, have that and were just just as confused as we were. Well, and, and you know, the law enforcement worked so quickly to understand what was happening and tend to uh, the gunshot victims that were feet away from us, one victim. Um, but, you know, even 45 minutes, almost an hour later, uh, the scene was still uh, uncertain enough mm -hmm. that when law enforcement was ready to move us from where we had been all day uh, covering the parade and the rally, they stopped us again uh, because of the situation at the parking garage. And so, um, you know, that's why a lot of people cannot get their cars in that parking garage, and we have no word as to when people will be able to get uh, their vehicles out of the parking garage. Um, so, you know, we waited again until they felt like we could move again. So.
um, just, you know, a situation for all involved. And I just, I, I think about all the families and all the people who just so innocently were enjoying the day. And it just, it, it, uh, it, it breaks my heart that their day had to end that way. Uh, it, it, a troubling evening for those families, yeah, you know, for all those families. Is. So, um, yeah, hearts go out to everyone who are here today. Yeah. Uh, Chris, Bria, we're going to send it back to you. We know at the top of the hour, uh, very soon, we should be getting an update from police headquarters um, from Chief Stacy Graves and Mayor Quentin Lucas. Is that correct? That is, uh, that is the best information that we have right now, subject to change, obviously, but uh, that's what we're going with right now. A 5 o'clock presser outside right there, the uh, doors of police headquarters downtown. There'll be a 5.15 update from the people at uh, University Health Truman Medical Center. And just as we uh, await uh, that first briefing, the update uh, scheduled for 5 o'clock, let's just go over the numbers real quick uh, that we have right now. At Children's Mercy, they're treating 12 patients right now. Of those 12... Uh, 11 are children, and nine of them have gunshot wounds. At uh, St. Luke's on the plaza, one gunshot patient listed in critical condition. They're also treating a walk-in patient with injuries not life-threatening. The University of Kansas Health System treating one person wounded in the shooting, according to the people there, a condition unknown. So um, that's what we have in terms of the injured right now. And again, we, as we wait for the mayor and for the police chief, um, to bring us an update on uh, the best information that they have as a result of uh, what happened today. And again, uh, police have not confirmed um, the exact number of people with gunshot victims, uh, but what we're hearing from our major hospitals, um, just how many people were involved in how many uh, injuries um, they, they have seen. And a, uh, a much quieter scene outside Union Station, that view coming from the uh, north end of the Liberty Memorial, the National World War I Museum uh, and Memorial, as you zoom in on what we presume to be one of the crime scenes, uh, one of the places where uh, we believe gunshots rang out a short time, uh, ad actually not a, just a short time, as the, as the celebratory rally was coming to an end uh, to the right of your screen. Uh, that big stage right outside the front door of Union Station, all of this happening uh, before 2 o'clock this afternoon. Um, and and if, if you're just joining us, uh, this was one of those stories where our people there at the scene uh, were alerted to gunfire immediately to their left, which would be the west side of Union Station. And then a few minutes after that, uh, more gunshots were heard. And uh, here we are with one person dead, and at least the, the latest information that we have from police, 10 to 15 people were hurt, though uh, we, we fear that, that that number may be growing as, as well. And what was supposed to be a day of celebration disrupted by gun violence. I mean, it is incredibly heartbreaking to uh, report on this and to sit here and try to get as many updates as possible for you. Uh, 501 now, and we are still awaiting for uh, Police Chief Stacey Graves and Mayor Quinn Lucas to uh, provide more information on this fluid situation. The president has been briefed on the shooting in Kansas City today and uh, is continuing to receive updates. White House officials have been in touch with state and local leaders, the mayor in particular, federal law enforcement as well, who were already on the scene supporting uh, the law enforcement effort uh, along the parade route and uh, outside Union Station today. And uh, 
of course, as we heard in our earlier update, the mayor was on stage with, um, his, with his wife and his mother, and uh, they were rushed away from what was happening there. Missouri Governor Parson and the First Lady also on that same stage. Everybody is safe. Chiefs, players, staff, coaches, family members, uh, they're all okay. Um, all of this happening out uh, in the crowd as, again, people were... Um, as the, as the rally was uh, was coming to a close. And police mentioned that um, it was expected one million parade goers at the scene um, and 600 law enforcement officials from Kansas City, Missouri, not to mention the 200 uh, police officers from outside agencies. So uh, heavy police presence um, on the scene and uh, it's just truly heartbreaking to continue reporting on this. Uh, we don't have any additional information to share if you're wondering about suspects. Uh, the last update that we heard from Police Chief Stacy Graves was that uh, two armed people were in custody. In fact, that was a, um, uh, a tweet that the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department sent out not long after all of this happened. Two armed people in custody. Um, we're not sure if there are more. But uh, that is uh, presumably one of the questions that people are going to be asking here once we get a chance to reconnect with the mayor and the chief of police. And we expect to get more information in, 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 a, in at least next 10 or 15 minutes. But let's go back to Lynn and Lara. Um, from, from our view, we see several crime scenes. Um, tell us what you're seeing on the ground, Lara. Well, I think, you know, behind us... Um, what we're seeing, we'll just we'll, we'll step out of the way here. You know, everything is just has stayed in place in front of Union Station. You know, it's like everybody is vacated and nothing has been cleaned up. The only thing that we saw was, uh, you know, a little bit of sweeping of the stage of confetti. So you you see people wandering around, and I think for the most part, that's probably law enforcement. My eyesight isn't... I, I think there's some people breaking fantastic. down the stage. Are they? Yeah, I think they're breaking down the stage in the back. At least it appears that way, but there is law enforcement in there. Of course, the investigation is still going on. Um, and as far as the scenes, I, I think what we saw was just in that front lawn area to the left, probably a little bit further left, is probably out of view, but to the west lawn in front of Union Station is where uh, one of the uh, shootings happened, and then there was a second shooting where we heard gunshots go off, but unclear where that was, but we did see people fleeing on the other side right. of the lawn to the east of Union Station. So, like uh, to so the east of the fountain. Yeah, the east yeah. of the fountain mm -hmm. in that area. So it's unclear exactly like how many exactly. And then we heard about something happening with in, inside the garage uh, later on. So there are several scenes in that area, and that's right. why you probably see the expansive perimeter uh, in, in this area. Uh, and then, of course, you know, uh, the, the, you know, all the people that were here, witnesses that they've been talking to, they actually talked to our photographer here who was with us right. about like what he saw and what he heard. So several people were asked about what we, they saw and heard with the uh, um, with the shootings. And then Stacey Graves uh, talked about this. Chief Graves talked about how someone asked her about some of the people who were here tackling the suspect or making sure that they were kind of uh, helping out uh, in getting this. And she said she heard the same thing, but... Uh, she was working on confirmation with that as well. So uh, I know that we're waiting word for her to be coming up here, hopefully to share more information about how this horrific incident happened and, and, uh, um, and what's, how they're moving forward. And, the it, and if you think about it, because literally 
no one had left yet uh, because the, the rally had just concluded. So there are so many people that police want to talk to and they they had you know asked people to to stay um and and every once in a while we would see kind of groups of people um leave and it seems to me that those would have been people that police had talked to um trying to piece together what led up to these shootings um and and figure out what happened so you know bria i think you said nearly a million people well you know just in that in those areas and, and now you're talking about the west side of the fountain the east side of the fountain you're talking about the parking garage mm -hmm. you know those are three separate areas and you're talking about hundreds and hundreds of people in all three of those areas so that's a lot of people that they want to talk to right. and and try and see what they saw you know in, including our photographer um, and we also saw officers rushing inside Union Station. Right, right. Uh, so it's unclear exactly what was happening. But what we knew that there, there were people in there with Mayor Quentin Lucas, Chiefs players, other family members and inside there, you know, for safety reasons. But we did see armed officers rushing, about two dozen of yes, them rushing inside yes, Union Station. With, so, with guns drawn. So there were a lot of different scenes that were happening it, it, well, it, it, it all over all, a different all that was kind of, you know, you in, in, in the middle of it all were the hundreds of thousands of fans that were here leaving, leaving. Or, or trying to leave. Yeah. And and the other thing is, you know, I mean, now that I can, I, I, I'm starting to step back and, and realize the magnitude of the situation. You know, law enforcement also has two governors, because the governor of Kansas was here, the governor of Missouri was here, um, you know, you had the mayor of Kansas City, you know, you have a lot of dignitaries that are in Union Station, including the, the entire Chiefs football team, plus their families, some of their friends, the staff, uh, you know, the Hunt family. So, you know, whether they were running into Union Station to make sure they were okay, we don't know. But the, the whole situation was such that of the 800 law enforcement members that were on scene trying to keep this whole entire area and all the people in it safe, right. they are hitting all the areas trying to to make sure that they are trying to get control of what has happened. And that includes a, a person who is not that too terribly far away from us who had been shot, and then all these other people who had been shot in all these other places. So, you know, when you take the magnitude of the situation and what law enforcement was dealing with, I, I mean, it's monumental what happened in Kansas City today. And it, uh, you know, it, it, it's just, it's, it's something that, that everyone is going to have to process and, and, and step forward from. I, I, don't, I don't know how. Um, so, I, I, Chris, Bria, you know, ask us whatever you, you feel like we missed or, you know, to fill in the gaps. I, I, you know what? Um, there are a lot of questions to be asked, and they're all great questions, and uh, we are lacking answers, as, uh, as everyone is at, at a moment like this. Uh, we're, we're, um, we're still waiting for that update outside Kansas City, Missouri Police Headquarters downtown, the mayor and police chief Stacy Graves uh, promising a 5 o'clock update. There's also sp supposed to be a 5.15 update from over at uh, University Health mm -hmm. 
uh, Truman Medical Center, and, um, and I don't know if the two will coincide, but we'll just have to wait and see. And we have crews at both we locations, do. so we'll have uh, the accurate information. Laura, I do want to ask you this. They moved you guys outside of the crime scene. Tell us just how smooth... We are waiting for a press conference that will happen between the mayor of Kansas City and the... Uh, chief of police so there is a viral video that is circulating i saw dana retweeted i retweeted it as well where a group of people tackled one of the suspects one of the people who was around involved i don't know all the particulars specter just said carrington you should take him so that's what we're gonna do Tony, you called into the drive today. Tony, first off, man, I appreciate you making time for us. How are you doing right now? Are you okay? Hey, Sheeta, I'm good, man. Just thankful to be alive. You know, thankful to be here, honestly. So tell us your eyewitness. You were there. What happened? Yeah, man. So uh, it basically happened about 10, 15 feet from me. I was at the intersection right where the, I guess, the initial shooting started happening. Um Kind of dropped to my knee right when it first started. A couple of people around us also started to do that as well. Didn't know if it was fireworks or gunshots at first. And then I just kind of know from just my experience, I know what, you know, continuous gunshots sound like, and it just sounded like gunshots. And then I see a guy laying on the ground with, you know, bullets in him, and then everyone's kind of getting away. Um, so I kind of start running away just to kind of get everyone out of the scene. And then as I'm running away, I literally run into – one of the suspects that was in my picture and uh, on the video, but also the other guy that had his face shot off or his jaw was shot off. Uh, I literally ran right into them. Um, <clears throat> kind of was startled at first, didn't know what was going on. I didn't know if he was like a victim or if he was, you know, part of the shooting or anything, but it just kind of looked fishy. So I kind of kept my eye on him as like all the chaos was going on. And I saw them pass a bag um, to, I saw the guy that got shot in the face, pass a bag to these three kids or whatever they were. And they go in between the semi-trucks and look like they were messing with something and hiding stuff in their bags. And then they had a big car hire on, and he was kind of hiding something. It looked like he was hiding something, so it looked just suspicious to me. I went up to one of the nearest sheriffs that I could find, and I tapped him on the shoulder, and I said, hey, man, these kids, these guys look kind of suspicious. Could you follow me? I want at least one to talk to him. And then we started walking up to him, and then as we started walking up to him, they start backpedaling, and then they just take off from us. And me and the cop both basically take off after him. I had my eye on him, so I'm just trying to alert people in the crowd that like, this guy might be armed, dangerous. So I'm yelling at people around me, and you can see me in the video just pointing at this guy, tackle this guy. This is the guy, at least that I can see that you know was might be involved. And I was just trying to help out as best as I could, man. I just didn't want anybody else to get hurt, and I was you know thankful for the guys that also helped step up and tackle. Um, you know, not. Everyone's planning on doing something like that in the middle of, you know, going to a parade. But thankful for those guys that also stepped up and helped help us, you know, apprehend them and everything like that. Tony, I want to play some audio for you because this was another eyewitness account. I just want you to hear his account. And if you also saw this or if this was also your experience as well. Uh, I was standing right at that uh, metal fence right there in the intersection. I saw the verbal altercation between the two groups and I'm I was kind of shocked I thought it was going to be a fist fight not a not a gunfight and, and who was fighting uh, I was two larger black men with hoodies on and they kept telling these five younger kids that were dressed up in hoodies and face masks but they looked young and smaller about five of them and they were the two 
bigger guys kept saying they were going to get one of the the younger kids. I thought it was going to be over. They started to walk away, but then one kid walked back with his black backpack, raised his backpack up. I'm still not thinking anything at the time. He, that's when all the, uh, it sounded like a fully automatic gun started firing at the big guy. I turned to kind of froze. I just turned around. And then by the time I faced back to the action, the dude was, the big guy was laying on the ground at my feet and he dropped his gun. So that was a caller from earlier today on the Dana and Park show. His name is Kerry. We have Tony calling in who he was around the group of people who tackled one of the suspects. Tony, I wanted to play that for you so you could hear another person with an eyewitness story. When you hear that, it, it, was that your experience? Did you see the early parts of this altercation? Yeah, I uh, the guy that he was talking about, the bigger guy that was uh, laying on the ground that let go of his gun, that was the guy that I saw that had the bullet holes in him initially. Um, and the two adult, the two uh, older black males that he was talking about, I'm pretty sure that I saw them maybe 10 to 15 seconds kind of before it happened. It looked like these two guys were like plotting something. It looked like something was about to go on, but I just didn't think anything of it. It's a giant crowd. But I just kind of remember something like that. And then, you know, 10, 15 seconds later, on my right, that's when everything started to pop off. I remember right when I like dropped to the ground and I looked over, I remember seeing, I think what he was saying to that backpack, I remember seeing somebody like move towards that way and was shooting and it looked like the uh, that machine gun pistol or the AR-15, whichever it was that I have a picture of on my Twitter. Um, that, that was the one that I remember seeing him run towards those guys. I don't know if he shot the guy that was on the ground the bigger guy that he was talking about, but I, I remember seeing that for like a quick second before I started to kind of take off and try to get out of there. <clears throat> right now we're talking to Tony. He called in. He was around the group of people that tackled one of the suspects. Just take us through that because, I mean, you know, you and I both live in America. These incidents happen, and rarely does one of the incidents end with the person who has the gun gets tackled by the crowd. What happened? Yeah, man, uh, you know, like you said, exactly. We're in a we're in a time in a society where you just have to be more vigilant about this type of stuff. You know, I, I come from a military background, so it, it's just kind of more ingrained in training just to kind of stay vigilant in these type of big, you know, gatherings and stuff like that. Um, and you know, just kind of having your eye on everything, whether you have kids or not. And you know, as it took off and everything started to escalate, you know, I just was trying to you know help out as best as I could. I mean, I know there's great officers in the city that were doing the best they could. But it's just so much chaos, and I just happened to see. I literally happened to just stumble upon, you know, one of the shooters or one of the one of the victims, whatever, whatever it may be, with the guy that was with the missing job. But I, I mean, I just happened to stumble upon it, and I just felt it was just my best interest to help out as best as I could, and that's why, you know, I talked to the officer and had, you know, helped him approach the guy, and then that's why he took off. And I just, you know, I had a good visual of him, so I wanted to keep on. I wanted to keep contact with him, so that's why I took off after him and you know, help chase him down and help those guys, uh, you know, tackle him at the end. Have you already spoken to the police? Yes, I was basically there. I just got back. I was probably there for another three more hours. How many people do you know, I guess, have talked to the police that have a very similar story? I mean, this is a really crowded area that it happened. How many people are around when this happens that also are giving the cops this very similar information? 
Uh, you're asking how many like other witnesses I saw? Yeah, just just other people that you know. You know, I, I I've never been in this scenario before. Are you in one right, room right. and there's somebody right next to you that also is another room talking to the police officer? How, how does how does you coming forward to be a witness? How does that work? Um, so in one of the videos, basically right after we tackled them, I, I went up to the officer, one of the officers in charge. And I was just like, hey, like I I saw it from the very beginning. I'm one of the witnesses that you know kind of started it or saw it. Um, you know, I'm here to give my, you know, my statement or whatever. And he, we waited there for a while, and then he gathered a bunch of other witnesses. And there's probably, I'd say, about 10, 10 or 15 other witnesses that he took us to Union Station and had a detective and stuff uh, talk to us separately and everything like that. Tony, two final things, man, and I appreciate your time. Number one, is there anything that you want to say? And I talked about this probably 45 minutes ago. I mean, this day started as, you know, one of the best days that we've had. It was beautiful outside. There's kids around. They're playing football. They were listening to Taylor Swift music where I was. Everybody was just having such an amazing time. And you feel like right now that all of this, I think Tony dropped, Rob. I think he dropped. Let's see if we can get Tony back on the line here. I looked at the phone and it was flashing at me. And I was like, wait, Tony isn't on the line. Tony, you're back. man. Yeah, I'm back here. No, it's all good, man. No, I, I just wanted I, I wanted to give you the floor. I wanted to give you the space to just say how you feel right now. I mean, this was a day that started. It was a beautiful day. It was a day of celebration. It was a day of celebrating everything that the Chiefs accomplished this season and also just civic pride and being from Kansas City and a part of this community. And it obviously did not end that way. And people are not going to remember this day as that way either is there anything that you want to say to people as you were right there when all of this is happening uh, I mean I'm just glad you know the people that got out of there are safe um, you know I'm praying for the people that were injured or anything like that but uh, I, you know I, I think everyone just wanted to enjoy the weather and, and just enjoy the city and everyone coming together and, and just enjoy the Chiefs and it sucks that people had to ruin it but you know I think as a city we're going to come around and come together and you know really rally around this. I think we're a great city that gets and supports one another. So that's kind of what I want to get out of this and just, you know, work on getting better as a community. Tony, man, I really appreciate your time, man. Take care of yourself, man. You saw something very traumatic today, man. So just as one man to another, man, I'm telling you, please take care of yourself. I appreciate it, man. Hey, hey Tony, I'm going to put you on hold really quickly. I'm going to let Rob get some information from you. Hey, get some information from Tony for me, please. Let's go back to KMBC. They are showing the city hall door, so it looks like somebody is about to walk out and start having some very important conversations. We are expecting another press conference from the mayor of Kansas City. We are also expecting a press conference from the chief of police. This audio that you are getting comes courtesy of Channel 9 and KMBC. And uh, we're still a couple of minutes away as I get a text message from our Brian Johnson there who is um, awaiting... Uh, the mayor and the chief of police. News Chopper 9 still over that scene outside Union Station, which uh, is now, uh, as you know by now, a crime scene uh, after what happened today. And uh, here comes the mayor and here comes the chief of police. This is the press conference involving the mayor and the chief of police. This audio is courtesy of Channel 9 at KMBC. All right, we are uh, here to give another update. Again, I'm Mayor Quentin Lucas. I am joined by Kansas City Police Chief Stacy Graves, the Kansas City Fire Chief Ross Grundison. One thing that we want to note at the outset, 
The situation continues to have updates. Things will continue to change throughout the night. That's why we are here to give you an update right now. The chief, uh, both chiefs, will be giving more information both on the numbers of victims, the status of victims. The chief of police will give more updates on the investigation. A few things to note that we talked about earlier. Uh, in terms of who was in danger, what existed, uh, it is my view as someone who did have to run at the sound of shooting that there were a number of people who were, in the very least, caught up in the incident in some way. Myself, my wife, lots of families, players, chief staff and others, their spouses, their families, a number of people who were in or near Union Station. So many people have been touched by this incident and we recognize that. We also pray not only for the victims, including the decedent that was discussed earlier in their family, but also the victims of the shootings right now who we hope are recovering inside our hospitals. We'll continue to give you updated information. At this point, we've talked to our federal partners. We have also talked to the Kansas City Chiefs. We will be talking to the National Football League and others. More so just to hear that all are safe who are with those institutions. And we continue to hope that all of those who are impacted are safe. To the extent you have information about suspects or others, we do encourage you to call the police. Uh, however, if for whatever other reasons you have information about the incident, we will, we will be looking to share that through different methods. So if you have information about the incident, suspects and others, please call the police. If you're looking for other information, we'll try to continue to give you regular updates. I'll say this final thing and then we'll come back for questions at the end. Uh, today was tragic for everyone who was part of it. I had the chance to talk to my wife just a moment ago, who said we became part of a statistic of too many Americans, those who have experienced or been part of or connected to a mass shooting. That is something that I hope we all recognize is highly problematic for all of us. I continue to commend our police officers, our firefighters and others who were there to respond instantly, but we also need to figure out a way to make sure that things like this stop happening in our country. With that, I turn it over to the Chief of Police, Stacey Graves. Thank you. I just want to echo um, the mayor's thoughts and his prayers and also to um, acknowledge that not only the, the victims who were actually hit by gunfire, but there are a lot more people who are going to be forever impacted by, by what happened here today. Um, you know, as, as people were running, you know, a lot of us law enforcement who are, who are running towards the danger, um, also guided those who were in um, in fear of their lives, and that's something to be said of of how impactful today's event truly was. Um, again, we have confirmed there is uh, one deceased person. Our gunshot wound total has went up to 22, and Chief Grundison will provide a little bit more context to that. Um, Right now, we're still working on a, a, the, a total of number of victims. This is still an active investigation. Um, I do want to comment on the question that I got earlier about a video of um, some fans tackling someone. We do have three persons detained and under investigation for today's incident. We are working to determine if one of the three are, are the one that was in that video uh, where, where fans assisted police. Um, our investigators are working with all of the surviving victims. 
to connect them with loved ones. We are also working to identify our deceased victim so we can notify their family as soon as possible. We are also in the process of staffing a centralized phone number. The centralized phone number will be for those who are victims, witnesses, and if anyone has video or any information about what led up to what happened here today. Um, again, we are continuously receiving information uh, minute by minute, which is part of the delay of us coming down here. But um, I do want to pass this on to uh, Chief Grendison to give a little bit more context to some of the, uh, the status of our victims. Just want to say that uh, all of KCFD's thoughts and prayers are with those uh, families that were affected by this tragedy today. And uh, while we were not expecting it, we were ready and prepared for an event such like this. Our uh, KCFD units, along with our mutual aid partners that were working to assist us at this event, touched a total of 22 gunshot victims. One of those was a fatality. Um, we had eight what we considered immediately life-threatening patients. We had seven with uh, life-threatening injuries, and we had six that were at minor injuries. Of the most serious, the immediately life-threatening injuries, we had eight of those. Those were all transported and off the scene and route to hospitals within 10 minutes. Um, so we felt the response was certainly adequate and appropriate, and I commend all our staff working there today, along with PD, that did an excellent job under difficult circumstances. Um, we transported three different hospitals. We transported Children's Mercy, um, Truman Medical, and also St. Luke's on the Plaza. Questions? Yeah, so we're getting... Who are you asking? Anyone that can answer the question. Um, so we've heard people talk about gunshots that they heard near the west side of Union Station and then also gunfire in situations that happened near the fountain and the stoplight over there near the intersection of Bershing. Was there two separate scenes? Was there one big scene? Do you know the answer to that question? That is still an active scene. We, we, that is a, a large ground to cover, as you know, the, the size of the Union Station. Um, I will tell you, we have located that crime scene on the west side of Union Station. As far as... Find your perfect match at Cable Dahmer Cadillac. Get in your all-new Cadillac XT5 or XT6. They just cut to a commercial in the middle of the press conference? Okay, they're back. Side detectives that were actually in uniform today working the assignment, so not that only did Rob, you that have uniform presence uh, immediately uh, responding to the scene, rendering aid, uh, going towards danger, but you also had detectives that were immediately on the scene that are, are still there and actively working. Are you investigating any sort of connection with the earlier shooting of the day at 27th and McGee? Uh, we are, at this time, we don't know if that's connected, but that is, is something that we are looking at. Children's Mercy says that they want parents to contact them if they don't know where their children are. Do you know that there may be, like, are there kids there who um, a parent? I can tell you we have detectives at all of the local hospitals that are investigating, um, like I said earlier, trying to connect our victims to their loved ones. Um, should that be the case, and it's, it's a child, um, someone could either contact police, or if that is what Children's Mercy is requesting, of course they can contact them as well. Is there anything you can say about motive? Right now we do not have a motive, um, but we are asking those who may potentially have any kind of information, a witness, or video, to contact police, that's one of that, uh, what I talked about, that phone number that we're, we're setting up that's going to be centralized for victims, witnesses, and potential video evidence. Any age range on the person? 
I do not have that yet. Have you learned of a second gunshot victim who has died family? Has that development been I have not been able to confirm another um, another death. We mentioned that there were some victims taken to Children's Mercy Hospital. I understood from staff at Children's Mercy Hospital that they received, uh, they have nine shooting victims, and they did, it's possible that one of them was an adult. Do you know how many children were shot, if it was eight or nine? And, and when we're talking children, are we talking about little ones or 17-year-olds? Do you so, know, Chief? Uh, children accepts patients up to 17. Children's accepts patients up to 17 years old, and uh, but we do not have that information currently on the exact ages of the but you do believe that patients that were transported. Yeah, yeah, I mean, children's confirming we did transport to Children's Mercy, but we do not have the ages of those patients. Mayor, how scared? You had over 800 officers deployed to work this parade, to work outside of Union Station, and still in a matter of moments, 22 people were shot. I mean, that's... That's what happens with guns. I won't get in a big debate right now. I think we're still doing an investigation. But, I mean, what you saw happen was why people talk about guns a lot. We had over 800 officers there, staffed, situated all around Union Station today. We had security in, in any number of places, eyes on top of buildings and beyond. And there still is a risk to people. And I think that's something that all of us who are our parents, who are just regular people living each day, have to decide what we wish to do about it. Parades, rallies, schools, movies, it seems like almost nothing is safe. And we had hundreds of law enforcement there working hard today. And I, wanna, I, I do want to echo the, what the chief said, who are running towards danger. But in a matter of seconds, someone who wants to disrupt anything, someone who wants to create any type of situation, or someone who is very simply reckless, can change not just one life or two lives, but almost two dozen. And that, to me, is absolutely devastating. And it makes me feel vastly more concerned as a parent just in the world today thinking about that. Chief, can you just tell us more about how you were able to detain those two individuals? I'll get you in just a second. Their name caused so much harm. What was the question? Can you tell us more about how you were able to take those two suspects into custody? Um, officers, uniformed officers were on scene. Uh, I don't have all the information of exactly what they witnessed, but there was uh, a pursuit, apprehension. Um, Slight injuries from, by our officers taking someone into custody, but as far as um, the, your direct, directly answering your question, I don't have that information right now. Chief Graves, you have two gunmen in custody. We were talking about weapons earlier. Can you tell me how many and what type of weapons were um, I don't have the exact on the weapons, but we have recovered firearms. I don't have a number for you or, or a caliber. We have recovered firearms. Um, at least one. Chief Graves, you have two gunmen in custody, do you believe there are any others still unaccounted for? We have three people that we have detained, um, and that is what we are asking for, is if anyone has any information, is a witness, or, or has any kind of video that, that may provide us if there is anybody else that, that was involved in this. Is there, so is there a risk to the community at this point? No, at this time, this the scene has been cleared, it's being held, and when I say cleared, um, I say the scene has been made safe. And it's been cleared.
right now we are in the investigative portion of that, collecting evidence, um, whether that be digital evidence or physical evidence. That that is what we are we are doing right now, and we're also conducting interviews. Obviously, we have um, several victims that we need to to have a conversation with, to ask questions, also witnesses. So there's a lot of work ahead in in this. This is just the beginning stages, but um, we are moving as fast as we can. Can you explain that there was like a five minutes between the first shots and the second? All of that has all of that has not been determined just yet. Um, the number of shots, the time in between them, the motive, all of that is still actively being investigated. So we don't know if there were two separate scenes. We don't know the answer to that at this point. I cannot confirm that yet. And just, did I miss this? Was this inside or outside Union Station? This was all outside Union Station. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Might have just been somebody who was helping. I just want to make sure I'm right with my back. You said you have three people in custody. We have three people that are detained for, for investigation. All right, Police Chief Stacy Gray. The update currently from Kansas City Police Department. I'm reading to you directly from the television screen. One person dead, 22 people shot, three people, excuse me, three people detained. I want to read you this story. Rob, I know we got to take a break and play the commercials. I understand that. Let me read to you guys this story. This is from the Kansas City Star. I didn't hear this confirmed by the police, but... This is in the Kansas City Star. I'm inclined to believe it. Johnson County mom dies in Chiefs parade shooting. The second victim confirmed dead. This is from the Kansas City Star. This was updated at 521. So, I mean, almost right before they went up there. A Johnson County mother of two, a beloved disc jockey in Kansas City, was confirmed dead as the second person killed in the shooting at the end of the Chiefs Super Bowl parade celebration. Her friends have confirmed the death to the star after talking to the family. The woman's name is Elisa Lopez Galvan. I hope I'm pronouncing this woman's name correctly. She is reported to have died during surgery from a gunshot wound to her abdomen Wednesday afternoon at University Health, formerly known as Truman Medical. Quote, she was the most wonderful, beautiful person, said Elisa Lopez, a friend for decades, who also works as a star newsroom executive administrative assistant. She was a local DJ. She did everybody's wedding. We all know her. She was full of life. She graduated from Bishop Meage High School, lived in Shawnee, mid-40s, married, two adult Go ahead. We have another press conference. I'm sorry. We got to go back to the audio. Okay. I'm Charlie Shields. I'm the president and CEO of University Health. Obviously a very challenging uh, day for the city, very uh, traumatic, uh, not only for the city, but um, also for our staff. So uh, we are a level one trauma center. This is what we train for. Uh, we uh, implemented our mass casualty protocols. Uh, we saw eight shooting victims uh, in the hospital as a result of that. Uh, but we also had a significant number of staff that were on the scene. We were manning the uh, the aid stations, uh, so they were able to render aid very quickly to uh, the patients that were injured on the scene. So Mark Steele is our executive chief clinical officer. He can answer any questions, talk about the the condition of the patients that we saw and and what's going on there. So Dr. Steele? Yes, so as Charlie said, we had actually had a total of 12 patients, eight that were gunshot uh, victims, otherwise the other four had other sorts of problems. And uh, two of the people who were shot are in critical condition, the others are all in stable condition. 
I just want to make sure I heard the numbers correctly. So it's eight gunshot victims or four? Eight gunshot, eight gunshot victims in total who came of here. Of those eight gunshot victims, are they over the age of 18? I, I, I don't know their exact ages. Can you tell us anything about that? I mean, all I can tell you is that six are stable and, and the other two are in critical condition. I saw some of your staff uh, running into the hospital here, and we also saw some of your staff that were stationed here waiting to accept uh, people that come coming in here. Uh, what type of protocol do you train for and then had to activate today? Yeah, no, as a level one trauma center, we train for this kind of thing. We obviously hope that it never happens, but we were actually very well prepared. We had enough notice that we were going to get some patients. We didn't know exactly how many. Fortunately, being during the day, we had a lot of professionals, a lot of physicians on here present. And so very quickly, we discontinued starting any new surgical cases so that those surgeons and anesthesiologists would be available for any patients who had to go to the operating room. Uh, we called in some additional people early to come here to help out additional emergency physicians, and some other surgeons came from home. Lisa Lopez Galvan passed away at the hospital. Sorry. We have reports from the family that Elisa Lopez Galvan, Galvan Lopez, died recently in the hospital. Are you able to confirm that? We didn't have anyone die at the hospital here. What are your takeaways from today? Obviously, a, a wonderful day here that, that has turned into a tragedy. Yeah, well, I mean, it, obviously, it's a big tragedy, such a big celebration, everybody having a lot of fun, and it basically, it's, it's uh, wrapping up, and people are going to head home, and all of a sudden, this happens. So, and as Charlie said, it's very traumatic. It's on tra traumatic for anybody who was there in the area, not only our staff, but all the people who were around and saw this, and so it's really very unfortunate. One more question. When you say critical condition, can you explain that to our viewers, give them a scope of what that means? Well, that means they're very, very sick, and uh, certainly we, we hope that they're going to survive, but when somebody's in critical condition, uh, certainly things can turn south, but we hope that doesn't happen with these two individuals. Thank you guys Thank for you your time. Everybody. I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. That was an update from University Health after the shooting at the Chiefs Parade. University Health is now Truman Medical. I didn't know that they changed names. I learned something today. Uh, University Health. So the the inn was kind of weird. I mean, the Kansas City Star is reporting that someone passed away at the hospital that the person just spoke from, and they have got it confirmed from people that know the woman, and then he just said that no one had died there. So I don't know. I am simply trying to pass the information to the best of my ability. But the Star is reporting that another person has lost their life as a result of the shooting today at Union Station and then they didn't confirm that, so I don't know what to believe at this point. Coming up, we'll go back to Channel 9. Keep it right here, so drive. The Drive with Carrington Harrison, brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car wreck? Get the money you deserve. Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Welcome back to The Drive. You're listening on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and the Odyssey app. Let's go live to downtown. This is Channel 9 News. This audio comes courtesy from KMBZ. Let's go live, Rob. That information, but again, uh, 22 people shot, one dead, and we know nine of those uh, people shot were children. And, and we, uh, of the three people who are in police custody right now, um, the question was asked if, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here, but uh, if there were other 
If they were seeking other suspects at this point, and um, Chief Graves uh, kind of left the door open to that possibility that perhaps others uh, might be sought in connection with what happened today, um, that's just going to be one of those things that, uh, not to be cliche-ish, but we'll, we're going to have to wait and see just where the investigation takes detectives. And this is a, um, obviously the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department is the lead law enforcement agency on this case, but, uh, but this is also an investigation that involves federal investigators and uh, state troopers as well. Let's go to KNBC9's Matt Evans, who uh, is up above Liberty Memorial. Matt? Hey, Chris. Uh, yeah, here up uh, where you can see kind of the, the whole scene. You've seen these pictures probably quite a bit. Um, take a look at our, at our beautiful skyline here, and uh, it is a, a tough day. Uh, for us here in Kansas City, um, obviously the just the jubilation of this morning when the sun was rising, and now as the sun is setting, uh, we're all in a bit of a state of shock and a uh, state of anger, uh, disappointment. I mean, just a, a wide range of emotions that uh, the city has felt from just the civic pride that we have had since Sunday night when the Chiefs won another Super Bowl uh, to this moment has been a complete uh, 180. Um, as we are now trying to wrap our heads around what happened here. And so are a lot of people. We talked to a lot of people as they were running uh, from the scene. We were working our way toward the scene. Um, we've got some sound with someone. I'm not entirely sure what this soundbite was or who, who this was, but this is somebody that we talked to earlier on today. I was just after the rally end uh, finished, and so there was kind of this uh, type of firecracker sound. So the people scatter and then start running in towards the east side of Union Station. And then a little calm down a little bit, and then everybody start walking west, uh, going out to the street. And then again, we saw that's more like a pop, pop shot, and then people start running back east again. It's unfortunately that in a, in a such celebration, there are some bad apples to spoil the party. Well, I was standing waiting for my crowd to come, waiting for my people, and boom, 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 I hear about five, six shots go off. I thought they were fireworks, so I see so many people running towards me, I step out the way and let everybody run out, and as I start going out, I heard something else, and everybody start running back. So I get out the way, I see so many people running through, and people going under trucks and going for cover, people screaming. It was just, it was chaos all at the end. It was a great parade with a crazy ending. I know it was such a great day. It was such a great day, and I hate that something like that happened. It's very frustrating to have such a great event and something like that go down. That's what we heard from a lot of people um, that we talked to today. Is they, they thought it was fireworks. The, 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 the rally was just ending on the stage here at Union Station, and they heard the gunshots, and they automatically assumed it's fireworks. The rally's over. We're shooting off fireworks to celebrate the team. And a lot of people, especially toward the back of the Liberty Memorial uh, North Lawn that we talked to, said they really had no idea what had even happened. They just saw people start running. In fact, even when people were running away from the scene, um, a lot of people had no clue that there was a shooting. Um, there were some people that were still in a very happy, jubilant mood. Um, and a lot of people were asking us what happened. Um, and, and obviously we told them what we could, but um, for a lot of people, this is, this is 
such a hard thing to comprehend on, on such a day of celebration for our city, such a day of celebration for this team. Uh, you know, before we before this day turned, um, we had talked to so many people who were so excited about this team and about this city. And some of the comments that we got was this city is so resilient and so gritty. And that's how this team was this year, resilient and fought back and fought back through all of the talk. Um, the national pundits said they would never make it to the Super Bowl in the first place. And, and obviously they won. And um, I'm reminded of those comments now because this city is gritty and it is resilient. And somehow, some way, we will find a way forward through this. Um, most likely it will be through uh, one another um, <clears throat> because that is what we do here. Um, we, we rally around each other. Uh, in times of celebration, as we saw earlier in the day, in times of tragedy, as we are seeing now. Um, and as we wrap our heads around this and, and let the, the detectives do their job and figure out what happened, that's something that I, I hope we all uh, can remember um, as we try to find a, a path forward from what is just a, a, a senseless, terrible tragedy uh, that happened here and a, a, a scar on, on otherwise what could have been uh, a pretty uh, darn near perfect day in Kansas City. Um, so, uh, you know, that's that's what we've seen from talking to people here. There are still people kind of milling about trying to figure out what to do um, from here on out. And we're we're watching police still investigate what happened and of course we'll we'll keep you updated uh, with any kind of information that we get here uh, and of course we'll this is this is a story we will follow very closely in the days the weeks the months um, even the years to come um, so we'll uh, that's what it's like from here at the top of the uh, National World War I Museum Memorial looking out over this uh, city as the sun is setting now on this day um, we'll, we'll send it back to you for now Matt Evans from uh, the Liberty Memorial. Matt, uh, Coming up and, after and us, it's going to be Jay Binkley and Chris Unocero that are going to take you the rest of the way. Before we sign off for the day, I did not plan on this being the show today. I never would have imagined when this day started and I was up at 5 o'clock in the morning as I imagined that many of you were and my friends were coming over and their kids and family members. And I would have never imagined that today was going to take the turn that it did. My thoughts and prayers are certainly for everybody who was downtown, everybody that was affected, and for our community. I mean, today had a chance to be one of the best days of our lives and celebrating one of the greatest football teams that we have ever seen. And I learned this during the Royals parade, the sense of pride that you get in seeing your community have success on the absolute biggest stage. And you wear the jerseys and the hats and the apparel. And when you go to other places, that's how people recognize you. And you get a sense of pride of coming from where we come from and living where we live. And it is incredibly disappointing that that moment was taken away from us today. And not just that, people's lives were lost today. And people are in very serious critical condition by the actions of a few people who attended the parade today. So 
I don't know what the plan is for tomorrow, but I want you guys to know that I love you all from the absolute bottom of my heart. And I know this wasn't the show that any of us envisioned, but I want you to know that myself, Rob, we did the absolute best job that we could today because I think you guys deserve that. So we will be back tomorrow. Take care of yourself. It's the drive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.